Hello, welcome. It's Hard Lord Time. How are you doing? F you. <laughs> <laughs> this is take two of this episode. I just little, rage quit. On we had him. a little blowout. I didn't. I didn't enjoy Popstar. I said that it sucked. I don't think it sucked because I agree with you that things don't suck like that. Like that. It's just not my vibe. It's just when you said when you said it's not funny is when I was like, I don't want to have a conversation with this person for two hours. You know? I, 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 I get that. Get that. But to unfortunately, me, we have a deadline here. We do really do. It felt like an hour and a half Saturday Night Live skit. And I just, that's not, like, I don't find it that enjoyable. I'm sorry. And then the songs, like, I, I'm not into that. That's not my thing. But I watched it for you. The dick on the window was very funny. When it goes, that was very funny. I laughed. Eating a blunt, very funny. You didn't, you didn't like read the, think about the the lyrics of the songs. I had subtitles on, and I was going, like, I I got it. I understand the the joke, and it also fits perfectly with this week's episode. I get it. it does it's just not, the theme of the movie is quite literally the, this. the most famous pop star on earth writes an album that he believes in that the world does not. Which is a, it's a great album. It's a terrible album. Bad. <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah. By a great artist, which is what today's episode is, uh, is about. And it's, it just shows how subjective these things are. Because <laughs> I would say the personal. Popstar soundtrack is, is Master Killer tier. Really? I, I broke my little, it. I broke my little thing. I was so mad at him. Well, the best thing is, is like, I have it all recorded. Oh, no. Oh, you yeah. do. I got to get something off my chest. You're that, gonna start pop with star, this? that pop star movie fucking sucked. Are you serious? Dude. It, I might actually exit the call right now. And not it remember. was a chore. Are you I, serious? I notated the three. You times. are actually one of the dumbest pieces of <laughs> that I know in my life. I notated. Here's, here we go. Here's what, So you know that I watched it. Smile at the Bin Laden outfit when she was on stage dressed like Bin Laden. That's funny. I smiled. You didn't like the song? Dude, I don't like musical comedy. How many times? It's, but it's not funny in the context it's of the movie. Funny. They're not joking. It's not funny. I'm not doing this. <laughs> he left. <laughs> so we'll see what comes of that. But be that as it may, Colin, tell him what we're doing for the episode this week. And explain we, it the way that we envisioned it. Yes. Yeah, so we say bad because that's the way the world perceived them. It's not us saying Suffer, Survive is a bad No Warning album because we would probably both say, I know you're an ill-blood lifer, but to me, I think Suffer, Survive is the best batch of songs they ever wrote. I love Suffer, Survive. See? Full See? apologist. But it, in Jordan's own words, in Jordan's own word, right. ruined them. It, it, it sank No Warning. We did a mini at the Baltimore show that'll come out eventually, and you guys will see. We talk about it with him. And he's very like, yeah, we just, we were kind of ambitious. We tried to do it big and, you know, just didn't really blah, blah, blah. And like that. And no matter what we said, where, where we were just like, no, dude, it's good. Mm -hmm. Like the people are wrong. He, they've, they've gotten to the point and I, and I've been here, so I understand it. He's gotten to the point where he's heard it so much from other people that it's bad that he believes it now. Crazy. And it's, it ain't right. It, it is not right. Are we but good? it happens. Are we good? Um, are you good? I'm okay now. You did. I mean, I, and that, I remembered that you didn't like Step Brothers when you saw it. I did. That's a hundred percent true. I didn't. And that that that's why I clicked back into the Zoom meeting. It took a year. I said, 
Bowden likes Step Brothers, of course. And I now I love Step Brothers. It's an all time. I mass- think if you watched it with me, it would be different. Okay, I'm willing to do that. Read those. Just read those Dude, lyrics, and I, they're I, geniuses. I I I think he's very. I know it's all three of them, but I think he's very funny. You didn't like things in my Jeep. Dude, I just like <laughs> all of, I don't want to piss you off, but no, I just didn't. It's not what I, it's not how I find entertainment. It's like Usher difficult. saying the donkey roll is okay. why he dances. Okay. wasn't funny to you. All of the cameos were great. Nas um, saying uh, yeah. karate guy changed his life. Yeah. That was all funny of to the you? cameos were good. Bill Hader as the guitar tech was great. Like I, Zippy, dude, is <laughs> that who, that's his name. Zippy. Yeah. Shit. Get catches an F line sesh. You I see it in your eyes. You already like it. You're There's just, parts you're of just, it that I like, dude. Um fucking what what's her face from Parks is she in Parks? Dude, Maya Rudolph. Dude, saying the hard R. The hard R is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, so it's crazy. I there's but like all of the stuff that I like, zero to do with the music. That'll change. Bad albums by great bands now. Enough <laughs> about I won't bring up Hopstar again. Not you don't either. <laughs> We're good. I'm fine. All right. Todd, should we start with some obvious ones? We each made yeah. a list, yeah, yeah. we'll say. We each made a list of bad, quote, quote emphasis on the quote, bad albums by great bands slash artists. Explain, Colin, your, because I agree with it. I've subscribed your viewpoint on how art. It's, it's, I, I don't think it's fair to say any piece of art sucks because of what went into whatever it is, anything, any movie existing, like the fact that a group of people got together and made that happen. I think about every time I hit export on one of these episodes, Mm. I'm like, damn, I did it Mm -hmm. again. You know, (laughs) got to do it. I got a couple days before I got to do it again. Mm -hmm. But the, 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 the pride I feel in that moment, uh, pales in comparison to finishing something like an album which can take years of your life of course uh and so to and just like, for someone who perhaps isn't is literally like not a musician not just just a person it's like, mm-hmm. ah, that sucks it's like so dismissive. You, um, oh my God. which by and the way what, was, i think that was what i said about pop star so i apologize for saying that that see? particular word because i don't agree with that it's right. a very well done movie you, it didn't do anything for you, but we don't need to talk about that. Okay. Right. Um, it's, I think that's why musicians take criticism from music journalists to heart. Like I, I, I think there should be some kind of system in place to do battle with somebody who, sh- who shits on your art as an objective take. Oh, just I like, should be I yeah. should be able to hurt you physically. I'm a music critic, and I do this so much that I know X, Y, and that Z. I I've heard more music, but you've never made anything. So truly, you you mean nothing. I think it's always fair to say this record by this band is better than, or I I like, or it's better than whatever than another record by the same band. I think it's okay to say, oh, these two bands are the same ilk. I think this band's better. They did it better. I, or, or I like this more. Or I like you know? it more. But to, to just toss away. But for somebody who's never made anything to <laughs> to completely disregard something creatively. Do you feel that way about movies too? 
Like, do you truly think there's no movies? That I, suck? I think I think it's a. I think movies can be objectively bad. You yeah, know? yeah, I think so too. Because you can leave out thirty minutes of a story, and be like, "Wait, what the fuck happened? That's bad." Okay, you know. Yeah, music's a little different because there's no there's there can be a story, but there's no. You're not going into it for that. It's a, it's a sonic experience. Okay, I agree than, with your standpoint on this. Then, I think that's okay. fair. What's art your, is uh, art. It's I mean, even Skinnamarink, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so panned, but some people are like, this is the most brilliant thing I've ever seen, and some people are like, fuck you for this. And it extends to other shit, too, like dance and fucking painting and shit. Like, I, that's, Yo, I dance is dope. Dance is cool, but I, it doesn't do anything for me. You ever but watch, I'm not going to so be like, that dance? guy sucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. do that. I can't do the Charleston. Yeah. Right. Lord knows I've tried. <laughs> We're at nine minutes. We're this is classic <laughs> podcast where it's like we're just gonna jump right into it. Ten minutes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do we start with stuff for survive since we already talked about it? Uh, yeah, l- might as well because it's already on there. This is a fantastic record that when mm-hmm. it came out was super polarizing. I think right when it came out, I was like, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm not into it. And then. You know, the first two Yet songs again. and then Modern Eyes hits and then Scratch. Yeah, the but skin the first hits. song no, is hard as shit. I know it is. I'm I'm with it. I'm totally isn't with it, it. Isn't it funny how that works with humans? <sighs> it's I think that record goes through like a production thing. It it's got melody on like every song, which yeah. like people aren't necessarily looking for. I'm always looking for. Which is crazy because the the moment on Ill Blood is the one. But no one's saying nothing. It's yeah. the one piece of melody on the entire thing. Where it's you like get a little The taste. thing where people were like, yeah. Yep, absolutely. So it's it, every, that's what's cool about Suffer Survive is like all of the groundwork was already laid. Yeah. It was, it was there from Ill Blood and The Sandwich. Like it was already and it's, there. And it's not, it doesn't, of course the, the bad timing single sounds like it was produced by a guy from some 41, which it was, which it was, but it still sounds like no warning. Yeah. And that's the stuff I don't get is when it's there's, there's stylistic changes in some bands where you go, Ooh, I don't know why they did that. That mm. doesn't, that doesn't sound, for example. Yeah. The new Paramore record. Okay. Self-titled. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, it's called, this is why I love I, the self-titled. This is, why. This yeah, is you're why you're right. Um, it sounds like a record that Paramore wrote for Paramore. Which like, you love. I like that they did that. Yeah, right. But I don't, it, it offers things that I'm not looking for in Paramore. I'm not going to shit on it because I think that was the record they wanted to write. And I think that's important. Yeah. But there, it's, there seems like a conscious stylistic change. It's like, it's like quieter kind of indie guitar stuff rather than the big massive mm-hmm. arena fucking 5150 that they they normally <laughs> use mm-hmm. no um, i i think that's a really good example also i i defy anyone to listen to the breakdown of scratch the skin and not think it's like the heaviest fucking thing it's hard it's the, 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 awesome. there's there's five at least minimum Minimum. Spin kick anthems on Suffer <laughs> yeah. Survive. I, I think it's I think I would say it's harder than Ill Blood. Harder. Mm. It has harder mosh parts than Ill Blood. It has harder mosh parts than Ill Blood. That's what I'm saying. Because my yeah, okay. My my favorite part on Ill Blood is the no time for you, like slow down. 
Like, I love that. Here's my first one. Okay. And this is, I feel like most people are fine with Dio Sabbath. But, like, you're, like, not supposed to be, you know, you're supposed to be Kiss the Aussie. Kiss yeah. my grits, dude. Dude, straight the fuck. And, and look, I get early Sabbath. I get the Doom thing. I yeah. fully understand how much they influence what they did. Ozzy is a cool character, not a great singer. Oh, come on. He's not Don't a great singer. Don't discredit the Oz, man. Sleigh bells ring. <laughs> yeah, that's, he was 89 when he did the, the, the song. He was 89 20 years ago. Yes, dude, no, so you can't discredit him because of Sleigh bells ring, because look at I, No More Tears. I'm just saying he's not a, as good of a singer as Dio. Is that fair? No one's yeah, as good yeah. as a singer as Dio. Yeah. Like from but, a technical perspective? Yeah, he's fucking amazing. And then but the riffs that Dio was singing around are a oh little, little more monochromatic, a little more like thrash. They're crazy. They're fucking awesome. They're insane. So um, for me, Heaven and Hell, Mob Rules, Humanizer. <sighs> Humanizer. Good God. <laughs> I'm like. There's, there's no argument. I mean, it's, it's, it's clearly just a weird, like, gatekeeping. Exactly. Take. Exactly. Which is bizarre because you would think that Black Sabbath fans are also Dio or fans. Rainbow fans. You know, yeah. Also rainbow fans. Yeah. Why would you not like the idea of these two, the two greatest things ever Dude, coming it, together finally? What's a, what's another like comparison of what, what that is? You know what I mean? It's like fucking, I, honestly, I don't like Rage Against the Machine or Audio Slave very much, like at all, but- right. Audio Slave getting Chris Cornell to sing like that's a fucking, yeah that's that's, that's a crazy similar, come up you know? you know what I mean yeah and that to me is similar to the Heaven and Hell say uh, Dio Sabbath thing. Who was it that Scorsese had never worked with until recently? Whoever that was, <laughs> was it Pacino? <laughs> was it? No, he was in fucking oh, wow. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm blanking here, but there's Maybe. something like that where it's like these two great things merging where you're like, yeah, this is why, why not. You? Yeah, of course. So for me, I think one of the first things that I always think of is like, oh, you're into Dio Sabbath. It's like, yeah, I like kick ass shit. I have a lot. There's a couple other examples of, of Dio Sabbath esque mm -hmm. music, like band transitions where I support every single one. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I know we agree on one that I'm saving. Oh, that's coming. Way <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 not. They, I would say Dio Sabbath. <clears throat> if you're a hard music fan, one hundred times harder. Wow. One hundred. Saba's gonna. His little eyeballs are gonna. Am I? Am I wrong? No, not in my opinion, no. Riff from like pound for pound. Riff, like riff you go for track riff. for track. Yeah. Mob rules versus fucking paranoid. Yeah. Hard in terms of hardness. Hard, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's Dio Sabbath all day. I love that. Come on. <laughs> uh I got a I got a fun one to talk about. <laughs> okay. It's in the it's in the tweet. Oh. Al Alpha Omega best wishes. So again, we need you guys to understand. Colin and I love this record. Love them. James but, texted me and was like, Alpha Omega, bad? Come on, man. And I had to like explain to him. Yeah, no. Like, Wait, no, no, no this no, no, isn't no. our perspective. This is society's this perspective. This is right. This is like a band kind of jumping the shark over the hill, whatever. To, to the listener. To the listener. To and but to because like we're removed from these things. Exactly. We're, we weren't there. 
So we're able to look at the songs of scientifically and say, no, these are good. <laughs> Trust me. All of Alpha Omega is good. It's a whole, the whole thing. Yeah. Front Even back. the fucking extended jam. Yeah. The, end, <laughs> yeah, the jam, yeah, yeah. But from, dude, the, the, you know, the hip hop song, the fucking. I have an Eyes of Tomorrow tattoo, dude. Yeah. Other Side of Madness. I base, Other Side of Madness is half of my personality. That's, that's true, it's, actually, isn't it? It's I. That's a lot of me in there. Wow. And what's um, cool about it too is it's it's JJ back in the band. Yeah, but Harley doing all the the dope stuff. But yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm but I just like <laughs> the yeah. idea that it's like, no. We got dude, the guy the, back, dude. You know? The poster where they look insane. Oh my god, the world traveler, fucking. It's so cool. I love um, it. Whoever, whatever session drummer played on that. Dude, the, the guitar player monster too. the guitar player too um i forget his name but i followed him on instagram when i was researching this record like a long time ago it the guy who is actually this, played because paris came guy? back he came back yeah 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 he was just like a guy if you if you follow me on instagram there is a uh i have a highlight of him playing in germany and going up to a cab to like make it feedback and he just falls on the entire cab and knocks <laughs> the entire thing over. Nice. It's incredible. Uh, but Rocky George was in, was he on the next record? I don't know. Let me really quickly look up. Um, who near death experience is one that's, that's not. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a thing I can sit here and defend, but yeah. Say goodbye to mother earth. <laughs> Unbelievable track. So the drummer was Dave D. Senso, and the guitar player was a guy named Gabby Abularach. Abul- I'm too I'm fucking sh- god. Surely pronouncing that wrong, but he's got like big hair, nice. like big curly hair. He's very recognizable, and the riffs are fucking awesome. They're crazy. They're uh, I, I don't see. I I could see somebody who's like coming from it just from like a yo Chromags were a punk band perspective yeah. being like yeah now they're metal so i don't like it yeah but that was always but, there was but it? if you like both of those things yeah it's like no this is just them getting better this is an this is an evolution it's not a change especially mm. when you look at best wishes one of my well especially with that it's a perfect like progression the, yeah perfect progression one of my fondest memories was us in europe and we put that on and everyone was just singing the entire we all knew it because it's we so all good. loved it it's so so if you think it, if you say if you come up here and say it's bad if you say Alpha Omega is bad, you're a person who is wrong about stuff. <laughs> and how does and that? That's feel? something. Uh, it doesn't must not feel great, but mm-hmm. that's your journey. You know? I saw one that was on our Instagram as a comment, and I have to defend this. But someone said that Five Deadly Venoms was bad. Said that it was shite. <laughs> shite. The, the the S-E word? Yeah. That's uh, a revolting take, especially with a, a perfect opener in Scar. Dude, perfect opener into Unify. We are the ones. No, Unify's next. No, I'm just, I'm not going track by track. Oh, I'm just, okay. I'm just shouting. Unify, fucking rectify, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's we're the ones, the. Yeah, 
so oh, the oh, the thing that think I care and so be it ripped off really heavy actually. I ripped that off twelve times. Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the song? I think it's the fourth song. The I know I'm a man because yeah. I made save my soul. Dude, it's it's that's a secret thug record. If you look at if you look at it from from Mind Force perspective, you know? right, right. What, it's not as obviously like, you know, there's not as much as that going on. Um, and, and the lore there is that they blew the budget, and those were a pre-production and b written for another band. Real okay. I knew the pre-production like demo thing. I didn't know it was for another band. Because that's a, and this is I could be wrong, but this is just this is this is firsthand information from dudes that were around at the time that it was uh, for a band called the Brooklyn Queens Expression. Hmm. Comment if I'm wrong. Tom Sheehan, text me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm sure you're gonna. Uh, but that's that's what I'm told. Yeah. So it's whoever told me is wrong, not me. Dude, final um, war. I mean, that's an OG demo track. I, I know, so but like the version of it on there is awesome. Yeah, it's fucking The Chromax cover is awesome. Chromax cover is great. What? I'm glad Final War re-recorded exists, but why wasn't it on Master Killer? Um, why, why couldn't we hear it with that production? With that production? I got some brutality lore. Oh, I'll take no it. No warning brutality. Yeah. The, ne- the next album, an anonymous source. <laughs> told me that Marauder would <laughs> I don't know if I can tell the story I don't know if I'll get in trouble um, they weren't prepared to record mm-hmm. Which so happens. they all just showed up and were like what do we got and basically and wrote it while they were recording holy shit and that's why every other song is just boom, boom, yeah. it's yeah. always <laughs> the floor <laughs> time into yeah. the count um, to the point where if you put it on and just press play and keep hitting next, it, it's like hilarious. <laughs> but yo, no warning the song. Amazing song. No warning. Dude. So and, and a, unbelievable track. 41 shots. Incredible track. Fucking murderous. Um, so the, the knowing that that was like a, hey, let's just go write some stuff in the studio. Those two songs being good is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Without it's any like, great job, guys. sitting on the demos or whatever, like that's yeah. Crazy. A lot of people brought up God Is I, the 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 next album, yeah, which really is a different band, yeah. So it's it's tough to it it is good. There's good songs, but it's like to, I don't look at that as as the same Marauder. That's Marauder two, yeah, sequel, which I think is fair. It's fair. It's yeah. good until incredible track, incredible solo. What's the rat, rat catcher? Rat catcher, yeah, yeah, that song is good. Run, here come the cops. Uh, there's there's great tracks, but to some people said it was Master Killer Tear, and I think they should look in a mirror and shoot the mirror. Um, <laughs> what's your next one? <laughs> I did uh, Five Jelly Bottoms, so you're next. Oh, okay. Uh, do we get Saint Anger over with, or do we save it for later? I mean, we can we can do Saint Anger. I am not a Saint Anger apologist. No, I'm there's a, nothing I'm, to there's. There's yeah. no, I don't, ex- I wouldn't accept the apology. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is one where we have to just look at the track list and, and have a good time. Okay. So the thing to, and by the way, we got to do the Some Kind of Monster watch along. Oh, we're going to do a hard lore full Some Kind of Monster watch along at some point. At so some that'll point. be good. 
we'll have like a timer and you won't see it, I think is how we have to do it. Yeah. And then you watch it along with us and match up your time. Yeah, we'll hit like three, two, one or something. Yeah. And then you we'll, have like a little clock. Yeah, whatever. But um, let's talk about Sandhanger real quick. Okay. What's is frantic first? It, frantic is track one. It's how long is it? <laughs> what the fuck? 550. It's crazy. Frantic, the, the whole album, they they write this fucking song. This is the this is the, this is the 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 Saint Anger formula. They write the worst song they've ever written. And then play it twice with no, nothing like paying off. Yeah. And then they're writing the lyrics together frantically, for lack of a better word. <laughs> Yo, frantic 550. That A six minute opener of three riffs. You hear the whole song yeah, in the first yeah. minute. I think the keeps searching. I think... <laughs> Yeah, four, maybe five times in this song. Dude, they get everything done in, in, in a minute and go, okay, do that. Let's, let's do, this, do this like six more times. So the funny thing to me, if you know about Metallica, they were writing these crazy long, intricate songs with 17 different time signatures or some, yeah. some nonsense and injustice. Got Bob Rock in to kind of trim fat, um refine the the crude oil right mm-hmm. and then for some reason bob is producing and playing bass on this record and just like allows a six minute opener like doesn't and, try and to be the, like guys the, i think we can and the idea of a six minute opener is not the problem no no I and just, it's really it's really the thing that makes saint anger so offensive is within the context of metallica's discog Oh yeah, of course. It's like, hey, before this, and I know you love load and reload. Yeah, but we'll, but I get we'll, it. Those we'll are, get there. Yeah, yeah. Before those, it's the best band ever. Right. Like the, it's the, like, <laughs> hey, all you have in this span of time is the greatest band of the, all time. The greatest shit. Yeah. The greatest like rock band to ever make rock. I believe. Then let's do this. <laughs> yeah. What if we sucked? <laughs> and that's this is one thing where I can I I I feel bad saying this because I know that they're like the probably the best people on earth, Metallica. That's all I've heard. Yeah, it's true. They're the greatest guys ever. They're never gonna hear our stupid little podcast, but well, all you need to know is they don't play those songs live. They play frantic sometimes, but it's not like a staple. I bet it goes kind of hard, Bob. I, mean, <laughs> I think I think in the documentary, Bob Rock explains that the idea is for a band to have taken time off and then to kind of get back together and just kind of jam. That was that, their, that's, I mean, they and that's explain what that. it is. Very clearly in the movie, they're like, "This is a this is a jam band jamming in the garage. We yeah, want to yes, replicate that yes. with the way it sounds." And it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Uh, San Anger track two. Tell, guess the length of San Anger. It's track long two. as fuck. Like, Seven, I didn't expect an at <laughs> 21. Wait, what? That was the video, right? Yeah. And it was seven minutes. Long? I'm sure they uh, did like yeah, a, let me see a, a how radio long the actual video is. Keep, keep going with the uh, track listing. Some kind of motherfucking oh, monster is track three. Good. The great, maybe the best moment of the movie when they're writing those lyrics. Like some, uh, some these are the feet. Of, kick your yeah. ass. <laughs> like some shit, whatever it is. Dude. I um, mean, 
the the music video is five minutes fifty seconds. Yeah, so they cut out a minute and a half. I couldn't. You couldn't cut out a minute and a half of any any song of our ever. songs. Uh, <laughs> some kind of monster. And and I want to the utmost respect to them for seeing this footage and being like, we have to do, we have to release, release it. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. The balls. I mean, they're huge. They're fucking balls. Geniuses. Geniuses. Like geniuses. truly chased a bag that had never existed. Before. And this is post Napster too. Post Napster, post all the stuff. Yeah, the Jason stuff, all that shit. It gives. I mean, the the moment with Rob at the end. It just shows you that at the end of all this story, you're still watching the best band. The best. They're like, hey, like we, oh, you guys are still the best. We want you to be excited. Here's a million dollars. It's just like, <sighs> so cool, dude, you guys fucking rip. Or when they're <laughs> you like, you're awesome. They're, you're, James gets 33. Uh, Kirk gets 33. Lars gets 33. And Rob gets 1% of a vote to kind of sway it. And they're like, ah, that's bullshit. Yeah. Where do we do it? Even split and management is the tiebreaker. And it's just like, that's so cool. Dude, the big, one of the biggest bands ever is going out of their way to just be like, no, no, you're in. Like, if you're going to be in, you got to be in. I fucking, come but on. But then they go. I know we're going to do the, the watch long, but I have to point out the part when James comes back from rehab. Lars says, play a riff, and he plays a bluesy. Right? And he goes, dude. Well, is that the stock riff part, or does that happen? No, no, that no. That, that's earlier, that's right? just like let's just like jam. Yeah, I think it's fucking stock. That is legendary, unbelievable. But so we can't defend this. Too no, Sand Anger is it's, it's objectively not a great. It's crazy. It's a crazy record. It, there's no reason it should be an hour and fifteen minutes long. I yeah, think we on tour tried to listen to it once. It's crazy. And I've done it lately. It's tough. <laughs> I think I've done it maybe once. It's ever? Ever. Ever. It, you, never just, a, you never just throw Sweet Amber on to have a good time, dude. dude. Although. It, <laughs> oh, sweet. How sweet are you? <laughs> How sweet does it get? get crazy. Crazy. The follow-ups. I mean, that was certainly a low point in the band, but the follow-ups. They get better. Couple Death tracks. Death Magnetic, not great. Better. Hardwired, pretty goddamn good. Consider. Couple tracks. Couple tracks. I got to explain the origin of couple tracks real quick. Oh, right. Because I think this is going to change the trajectory of some people's lives. <laughs> so, couple tracks. If you hear us saying that, to me, <laughs> it's like the, orig <laughs> the origin of couple tracks is, this is a Todd X. Jones original. The day that Lou Reed died from the nails, Twitter, Todd tweeted, RIP Lou Reed, couple tracks. <laughs> uh, so that has stuck with me to this day. It will stick with you forever now. It almost, and that's code for like, yeah, yeah. Couple tracks. Like, you know? I'm, I'm not supposed to like this, but. Check these out. Like, like honestly, to me, Goo Goo Dolls, couple Dude, tracks. Couple fucking tracks. But they, those tracks are tracks, but like couple tracks. Yeah, absolutely. In the, in the like the whole discog, no way. No way. No way. 
Mm-mm. Couple tracks. All right, what do I got next here? That was good. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, Hate Breed <sighs> Supremacy. Grammy nominated. Was it Grammy nominated? Okay, I didn't. I to be fair, I did not know it was that well received. However, the cultural zeitgeist is that after Rise, it's kind of like oh, like kind of over the hill. Too too hardcore, maybe. Yeah, and that's but, but that's mostly the lens that we're talking about. No, of course, um, but just like that's where, if anything, that's when they really leveled up. But no, supremacy was who put that out? Because I think under uh, Rise of Brutality was Roadrunner. Really? And Supremacy would... No, Supremacy was Roadrunner. Okay. So, uh, so again, I'm not saying... You, you'll just... Ran, you, you, you're not likely to find someone to be like, yo, fucking uh, Spinning Venom, great track. Like, right. you're not... You, that, that's just not going to be as common as a fucking Satisfaction song. Or but look at their streams, dude. Oh. Look at the top plays. There ain't one of them Satisfaction. Mm. Not a one, so it's it's a biased. It's all sure. it's all rise. Of, it's like supremacy, rise of brutality, perseverance. Okay, so I, I stand- will be heard. Still number one. Yeah, I also, also had which- I had slash for the lions because I saw someone post that, that was crazy, but it was fucking that. That's the best cover record of all time. So as I was wrong about the it was it was live for this that was Grammy nominated, which is on Rise of Brutality. So right. okay. Rise of Brutality, rightfully Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Supremacy. I'm not going to say a couple tracks because I think there's many, many tracks, uh, many, many tracks. I think that's um, Sean Martin just spicing up riffs. Sean and oh. Jamie just throwing salt on some riffs. Jamie, mm. pound. <sighs> Maybe we'll save this for a yeah, later yeah, conversation, yeah, 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 if you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe next Thursday. <laughs> um, for the Lions is the master killer of cover-up. <laughs> Dude, easily. So don't get me fucking started on It's got Lions. every... Hold on. Let me... Allow me. It's crazy. The track listing is fucking insane. It's life unbelievable. Is, life it's is like pain. It's like I made a playlist. Yes, exactly. Life is pain, your mistake, refuse, resist, escape, boxed in, sick of talks, suicidal maniac, set it off, hear me, I'm in pain, super touch, hate breeders, all I had I gave, it's the limit, ghosts of war? Yeah. It's genuinely like, Colin, make a playlist. Okay, here it is. Here's like all my favorite heavy songs. <sighs> and it's like he's put, he's... He's doing a little bit of both. He's he's catering to the they were catering to the metal guys with the slayer and the whatnots. Yeah. And then he's straight up like, hey, listen to these hardcore bands. So cool. Because that's what Hate Breed was. And giving giving homage to the misfits too. Like it's awesome. Hey, here's our here's where our name's from. Yeah. It's uh, the goat. The, uh, Destiny dude. fulfilled completely. Four yeah. Lions is awesome. Supremacy is awesome. Yeah. The the narrative that that people don't that like hate breed records after perseverance aren't worth your time is crazy because crazy. I, will, I will say I may not listen to the last two or three, like a ton mm-hmm. up to self-titled. Mm-hmm. You could put any of them fuckers on mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm happy. I, I, self-titled has some of the hardest shit that they ever wrote. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I'm sooner to put Rise on before Perseverance. I don't think that's crazy at all. Okay. Um, I think 
Uh, again, we should maybe save this. For, yeah, 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 yeah. For next Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Earth Crisis got? Slither. Mm. That song Provoke is dope. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple tracks, man. There is a couple tracks on that, and so, that's a. Pr- you know what, Colin? That is a perfect example of the conversation we're having. Couple tracks, it's and, it, and it is because that's not an evolution. That's a change. That's a change that I don't think. I think it flopped. Yeah. Right. I mean, who knows? Because yeah, in some of these conversations, it's their highest selling thing ever. I'll tell you what. Yeah. No Trapped Under Ice record came close to selling as much as Heatwave sold. So to call it a flop, you're wrong. Is that true? It is the highest selling Trapped Under Ice album by far. Wow. So you can't fuck with that. That's the only stat that <laughs> that matters at the end of the day. I'm going to read a... Uh, I was going to suggest we pull up reviews. Do I'm going to read you, a review. You got of, a Slither review? Slither, yeah. Okay. But this is just a random Chronicles of Chaos uh, by Adrian Bromley. Eight out of okay. ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Uh, article published May 2000. Wow. While not as bomb dropping as Label Mate's Snapcases release with Designs for Automation, Earth Crisis returned to their roots and original huh? label, and oh. the result couldn't have been more exciting. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's some Slitherheads out there. Earth Crisis still rock, and it's nice to see that they aren't afraid to turn things up. This is a great record that is full of gems, most notably the title track Provoke, Aggress, and Arc of Descent. Fuck yeah, dude. Are you going to tell me I turned myself into a monster to fight off whatever the lyric is, the monsters of the world? (laughs) Good shit, dude. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yo, that's that's a hell of a hook. That's very, um, it's very like Dark Knight. Very Nolan. It is. I turn myself into a monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get off the monsters of the world. <laughs> you gonna tell me Christian Bale didn't say that? He said it. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna start a thing. Is like Earth Crisis or Batman? Dude, that's, <laughs> you tell that's super pretty super. fucking good. Next week on Hard Lore, Earth Crisis or Batman, and a whole new segment. Um, couple right. tracks. I got one. Hit me. This doesn't really apply to you, but just trust me. When it <laughs> came out, it was a flop. In Reverie by Saves the Day was mm. the follow-up to Stay What You Are, which was their biggest record. That's the biggest one ever, right? Right. In Reverie, he he like his voice changed, so he, everything was in a falsetto. It was like very different. He got older. Was that was that for because he couldn't? Yeah, that was a couldn't situation. Like straight up, and it was kind of like, well, what do we do? So they pivoted to this thing. The production's dope. The song's dope. The lyrics are like really creepy and weird. And then after that. The band really, really, really changed. Hmm. But I think in Reverie is like an amazing little little viewpoint into like the full songwriting potential of these guys when they had a budget right? and they had all the money and they were doing good and they're just like, let's just make this like whimsical, majestic kind of thing. Is that what it is? I would say that's what it is. Interesting. It's a very nice record. Those you of you it. who know, you know. Oh, I love it. I, I, so it's the, it's the, but it's like that. Is that a crazy opinion to have to love it? I think if you're a like, I know a couple saves the day fans will be listening. They would say no, that's not crazy at all because most people. But at are, the time, at the time, yes, it was very like, what the fuck is this? Okay, and was not reviewed well or received well, and like to, to, to someone like you who's like into through being cool, if you put on in reverie, you'd be like, yeah, that's not. 
That's not for me. I mean, I, I barely like Stay What You Are. Yeah. I think at your funeral is incredible. But yeah, other than that, true. it's yeah not for me. Um, interesting. Yeah, I think and it was their first one on, on Vagrant or something too. It was like it was like their like major thing, and it mm. it was like a big thing. You know, I meant to bring this up earlier. I had a tab open. Punk News when Suffer Survive came out. Oh, four yeah. out of ten. There you go. Four out of ten. So. Don't get mad at us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get this mad was, at Punk News this and was other the, news journalists. Dude, it was like a secret society where it was like, do you like the new? You like the new and warm? People yeah. like, oh, yeah. couple, couple tracks. A couple like, tracks. Yeah. In reality, All most tracks. Of, mostly tracks, <laughs> you know? Fucking good. What do you got? Celtic Frost, Cold Lake. Okay. Go off. Uh... Because he himself hates it. Yeah, I mean, it stinks. This is the first one where I'll be like, this shit sucks. Because, oh. uh, uh, like, one of the best bands ever. One of the most influential bands to me. Uh, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Cherry Orchards, I think, is has some moments. But then it's like Little Velvet. Insane. They were eagles. Where the chorus is just, they... Whoa, Eagles! <laughs> I haven't crazy, listened to this man. in so long. It would sh- shock you, I think. I didn't put it on to prep for this because I'm going off memory, so maybe it fucking kicks ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, but Cold Lake. Somebody, else, what was the other one? What's the one after this with the Mexican radio cover on it? <laughs> I have no on idea. Mexican radio. Oh, Vanity Nemesis. Dope. So it was just a weird... It was them, like, trying to, like, make it, right? It was, like, kind of a cash grab. No, oh, sorry. Into the Pandemonium has the Mexican radio cover. Vanity Nemesis, fucking awesome. Um, Yeah, it's definitely just, like... But it's, like, not really melodic. It's just... It's weirdly, like, kind of glammy. And, like... But he still can't sing with melody or anything. Wasn't glam, like, long done by by then, too? It was 88. So oh, no. okay, okay, okay. I didn't it realize it was And then uh, Vanity Nemesis was 90, and they were back to, like, it felt like 1990. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what you got for me? That's a good one. Um, this one, everyone's going to be like, what are you talking about? Everyone loves this record. But at the time, Pinkerton was not well-received as the follow-up to the Blue Album. Not at all. The Blue Album was a mondo success. The biggest, the biggest the, thing. The biggest as it should be, because that's but and thing. and then Pinkerton was like a like certified flop, right? Yeah, yeah, like reviews, uh, units sold, like everything. In Crazy. my opinion, possibly much be- the better record. record. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Yeah, much cooler songwriting, cooler production, everything about it. I dig better hooks. I'm all about yo it. yo. Honestly, Ratitude, <laughs> couple tracks. I, um, if Alec, if you're listening, I don't, I'm sorry, but I do not fuck with anything beyond Pinkerton. You're telling me that, uh, girl, if you're wondering if I want you to, I want you to, that song is fucking unreal. That's a, that's a hit. It's a track. It's (laughs) that's one track. But then it goes into can't stop partying featuring Lil Wayne. Right. Yeah, exactly. Or the fucking. Hey, we got the jackass guys on here. Yeah, the cons 
far outweigh the pros. So the Blue Album sold in the U.S. three and a half million. Amazing. <laughs> Triple Platinum. Pinkerton sold 1.1. So it's still fucking amazing. But Yeah, but that's kind of riding off of the back of this. Right. This and then the Green thing. Album sold 1.6. So it was truly like a flop. Yeah. Green Album have hash pipe on it? Yeah. You know it did. Dude, Hashpipe is the dopest song. Dude, when Hashpipe came out, I was like, well, let's see, what year would that have been? Green Album was 2001. So I was like getting into... I had the single. I was getting into like Paul muting. You know what I mean? And when I heard that, I was like, there's no way somebody's playing that. Because it was so fast. Yeah, and now you listen to it, and it's literally like 105 BPM. To me, in 2001, Hashpipe and Hatebreed were the same thing. I was like, this is what hard music is. Weezer Hashpipe, and I will be heard. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's about. Um, so, yeah, I still feel that way to this day. But, yeah, my that my Pinkerton, saying Pinkerton is kind of a cop-out. But it's not, because but that's this, this, it's, there's a statistical proof that yeah. that was the case. Yeah. Um, here's, here's a crazy one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because... To us, it's not true, but at the time, it was a betrayal Ooh. to many. Okay. Happy 20th anniversary to Sing the Sorrow. Oh, yes. People hate this thing. But then at the same time, it made them. Oh, I mean, I, that's undeniable, right? Yeah. Like, this is their, this is their, my fucking, I keep having a S word over here. I'm slipping out of my top. Uh <laughs> It, it was, this is, it was, it's a breakout sensation. Most people heard them for, most people on earth heard them for the first time from this. From yeah. They, song part two. They went Art of Drowning, charted at 174 on Billboard. Yeah. No, no, um, whatever records, you know, mm-hmm. like no uh, achievements or whatever. Sing the Sorrows, Platinum, number five. Boom. Five. And then December Underground, number one. Yo, and Sing the Sorrow was five when five was Yeah, when five hard, like insane. Like Usher was out. Yeah. You know, like shit like that. Like so it's it's fucking crazy to do dude, dude, the music video, the uh like for, for Leaving Song Part Two is that has crazy lore that I bet people don't know about. Yeah, that's can we share that? I think so. I think so. I mean, right? I think it's public at this point. It's like Joe Hardcore Mosh in there. Luke from the Killers in Luke, there. Luke, George Hirsch. Just a bunch just of bunch of heavy hitters ass. and they played Satisfaction. They played Hatebreed. And it's just guys moshing to Hatebreed for the for the AFI video. Happy anniversary. Happy everybody. anniversaries. And and that goes to show you that it, that that's that real uh don't forget where you came from kind of thing where it's like yeah. we want to show a hard pit. So let's yeah. get, let's get let's get some guys and so let's put Hatebreed on and put it over this like emotional song. <laughs> but every, so everything about it is so good. I saw them on that yeah. tour. Um, I think Chris went and got it like day of. Like it was like mm. going to Best Buy getting the CD. And the new AFI. The new AFI. Yeah. I downloaded it for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. It was it was number one on my last FM Scrabbles for a year probably. Do Death of Seasons. I'll dance right now. Dude. I'm very excited to see that this weekend. Very excited. Me too. I really hope they play some B sides. Oh, you think they'll give you? I some don't treats? think they're gonna. But like, man, you know they're gonna play fucking. 
Miss Murder. Yeah. You know it's going to be will. Sing the Sorrow in the Miss Murder. That's Good night. The, that's the encore. I guarantee it. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what? Miss Murder is the kind of thing where I'm like, fuck, Miss Murder. And then, and then it comes on and, I'm like, and you get to the fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, damn, it goes pretty fucking hard. Um, I remember, too. Um, speaking to the the like, don't forget where you came from thing. When they were recording for Sing the Sorrow, Davey had like posters of like influences up on the walls, and it was like, you know, punk guy, punk guy, but like Ian MacKay, fucking yeah. Danzig, just like cool, like fuck yeah, you know. I remember hearing Sing the Sorrow for the first time. So I discovered AFI from Sing the Sorrow. Oh, okay. Interesting. I wasn't I wasn't into them pre because I was already spin kicking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it was, was like fast. I was kick flipping, you know. What fast Mala. I was not. I was not. A, <laughs> I never skated. I uh, tried. Don't have the. I don't have the ankles for it. That's what it is. Um, Class ankles. I. And I remember hearing the like yeah, at the yeah. end of Leaving Song too, and I was like, "Who does this guy think he is?" Mm. Little did I know that's like the one moment on the song where he's like, "Hey, here's what I used to do." Yeah. Here's yeah. Cause he uh, had to, is that when he had to change his, cause he had like polyps on his throat and shit. I think that see, was I don't when, know. I wasn't there. Yeah. I think that's, I'm I believe a sing that's the sorrow guy. Also in shut your mouth and open your eyes. There are, are, there's a story where he was bleeding from his palms cause he was squeezing his hand so hard while he was shouting that he was like, it's bloody. It's fucking cool. If I the coolest shit. Yeah. They rock, man. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. I don't uh, know that I've ever seen him. Really, it's been a long time. Actually, I've seen I've seen fucking Dream Car, and I haven't seen AFI. Uh, nothing toured with AFI in 2017, and after we played in DC with Every Time I Die, all of us went and saw AFI. And See, now that sounds awesome. It was very cool. They were they were good. Uh, so that's uh, the, my first time seeing them. Is going to be seeing the sorrow start to finish. I'm diving off that balcony. <laughs> How big? Is I the think venue? that would kill someone. How big is the venue? I have no idea. It's 10,000. Oh, it's... Fuck. It's where Dynamite was. Oh, shit. It's that big. We have, like, seats, and I don't think they're very good. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we're going to bring some, bring one of these and be like, yo, they are killing... Wow, Jade girl's with the not studio. Gray right now. <laughs> um, my next one, I'm going to skip ahead because I kind of went in, like... I don't want to do... Dude, look, do we, do, do we talk a little, bit, a little bit more AFI before we go Absolutely. Because I, I, I'm a Crash Love guy. Oh, that's right. And like a lot of like some people got off at December Underground, even though that's probably their highest selling thing ever. I, that's when I got off for sure. I oh. think Crash Love, you the first riff of the record realistically mm-hmm. is a crazy like like yo that's that's an that's AFI that's unmistakably AFI. Torch song. Yeah. There's all these moments in that where it's like this crazy time signature, actual like kind of crazy technical riff. Mm-hmm. Um, really good hooks all over the record. Um, tell me a couple. Can you hit me with a tra- couple track names? It's it's yes. Torch song. Beautiful thieves. One second. Uh, beautiful beautiful thieves and transmission. Two shot screen. Song. Great song. Veronica Sawyer Smokes. Pretty good song. Okay, I feel better now. Pretty good song. Medicate seems to be a hit. That was the hit. Yeah, Medicate, you and me. I'm trying very hard to be here. That's a very Morrissey song. Isn't it? I'm trying very hard to be here. (laughs) Sacrilege. Darling, I want to destroy you. Cold hands. That was a hit. That was mine. 
Uh, and then you take that over December Underground. No, but I'll tell you mm. what I take over both of them. The burials. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Burials is incredible. This is this is a very interesting um, example of the I wasn't there kind of got into it, Dude. you know, because you weren't into the punk shit. Yeah, I mean, I like, but it's like no, I no, got no. into it while while I got into singing. But Star, you know so what? I, I like but, it all. But like, you weren't into like All Hollows or Art of Drowning. You know, what I, I mean? was, so but like, but but in after. in sequence of liking Sing the Sorrow. Because when I get into a band, I down, I dig, I yeah. I collect yeah. the discography. So in 2003, I heard everything. Gotcha. And I was like, all right, this is what I really like. Um, and I liked it all, but it was to me, I could look, I could step back and go, okay, well, this is the best thing and sing the sorrow. I think the best thing since then was burials. Wow, dude, it's unreal. I hope you suffer. Certified hit, crazy song. You know uh, that's Deep about slow panic. Who? Who? What? I hope you suffer. Who that's about? I think I do, but I'm not supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I should. I, I think I do too. But yeah, you're right. We probably shouldn't. But it's about somebody. That's <laughs> got nothing to do with me. It's about. It's about Big Dave and whatever he had going on at the time. <laughs> My name is Paul. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know nobody. Yeah. Deep slow panic. The next song. It's consuming me. Oh, that song is sick. That's a great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good song. That's a good song. So good. Seventeen crimes. Maybe I do fuck with this record, dude. Seven women love like seventeen. Unfucking dude. The record record rocks. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I maybe I uh, retract my statements or my. I think it's strongest one posting the sorrow. But enough about AFI. We'll we'll go. We'll rant and rave about them after this this show coming (laughs) up. But uh, all right, my next one. Yeah, hit me. Metallica, S and M. Oh, see, I didn't know this was controversial. It was, it was controversial in that it was like a jump the shark thing. I think it was received well, but that's not really fair because all it's Metallica. Um, dude, but, it rocks, dude. It's so sick. So it's the um, the composer from the San Francisco Philharmonic, right? Which um, makes perfect sense. Which makes they start with sense. fucking Ennio Morricone, which is so fucking cool. Um, and then they go into I, I don't even know like the track listing is kind of wild. Yeah. Um, hold on, let me get the. Uh, what's the What's the exclusive song? Give me just one second. No leaf clover. I think it is no leaf clover. Sick track. So the the dude from the Philharmonic. Uh, I just want to get his name. Uh, Michael Kamen. He's okay. the guy who composed the shit on the Black Album. So mm. like the strings and keyboards and stuff that are like barely in the ballads. They're really but, turned out. But really make them ballads. But really, they're like, yeah. da, 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 never care for what they, like all of that. Yeah. If you listen, it's there. And he did that. And then he thought that they didn't fuck with him because it was so quiet. And there's a story about where... Mm. He went to see them and they were like, oh my God, like we've been meaning to show you this. They have a version of black album songs where it's one guitar, the symphonic shit and vocals that they're like, we love this. Like it would be mm. cool. And that's where S and M came from. Oh. 
So that was probably a label decision or something to be like, let's bury these a little bit because your fans might not be into it. Exactly. Exactly. We don't want it to be too pretty, but, you know, Mm. idiots. But, dude, some of my favorite quotes of all fucking time are on this. Mm. There's parts where, like, during ringouts, James will be like, yeah, thank you, baby. And like, dude, the, all his best isms ever maybe dude, are on SNM, which is crazy. My favorite one is in Enter Sandman, which is the last song, mm-hmm. and it's after the build, right in the beginning, the boom, and then when it kicks in, and he goes, "Ooh, oh yeah, let loose, man. Ooh, oh yeah, let loose, man. <laughs> let loose, man." Let Loose Man is cool. I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. <laughs> I'll start doing that one. Uh, but all the things are sick. They do um, they do the, cool dude, songs. The thing I that really should like. not be with the orchestra is like, dude, why, are you, why are you ever playing this without this ever again? The, the, like the like rumbling. It's so sick. A so Wolf of Man sounds awesome. It does. Um, that is another one. Like, why don't do this without yeah. this. And like... Um, Dude, Memory Remains with the fans singing. Really cool. Really, really cool. Um, Makes the song good to it, me. Yeah. And in my opinion. I, I'm with it. Um, <laughs> what I don't like is a young man named Lars Ulrich's performance. Yo, he was going, he was buck wild on there. Dude, there are fills that are just snare, but like not like a roll. It's just, you know. There How are, dude, is in, an orchestra keeping up with that? If you're listening to this, pause this and put on from this record wherever I may roam. During the intro, after the little sitar part, and by the way, there's a video of Kirk playing the sitar when they actually did it. It's fucking hilarious. But <laughs> he does this thing. Colin, if you're a right-handed drummer, you're keeping time on the hi-hat, right? Yeah. Right? He's doing the eighth notes or whatever it is, where he goes... He like drops his hand where he like barely hits on the non snared, like the whatever the upbeat would be. I guess it is, where it's just like you hear the hi hat completely cut out for the entire song. So it's like, is he just was he tired or something? No, he's just a bad drummer. I wouldn't go that far. He's a bad drummer. I don't think he's a bad drummer. By Uh, that time, he was a bad drummer. Okay. Before that? Before that. But, dude, one, the thing One is, of the greatest musical minds to ever live. Yeah, and business minds, I'm not going to disagree with that. But, like, if you really watch the 89 Seattle live show, which is possibly the greatest of all time. Right. You really pay attention. I think we got some magic going on. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got some serious studio magic going on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a... There, I was talking... Sean Martin at one time uh, was, like, a young thrash like a little just like a hesher yeah 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 and he told me there was like a a a moment in his life where he realized that like Lars wasn't good oh yeah i've heard like in like like late 80s early 90s he was like yo i i I thought this motherfucker was right up there with lombardo i'm like devastated yeah to hear that i've I've been wrong (laughs) and that's it was interesting perspective from like somebody who was there witnessing it in real time Mm. but like I you I I I as a drummer cannot I can never discredit him. Well, yeah. Because I think half of drumming is your create 
the creativity that you present and that you bring to the table in the band. Yeah, maybe not the most technically reliable guy, mm-hmm. considering he's he says he listens to James for timing when they play. Which is <laughs> what? What? <laughs> but yeah. one yeah. of the most creative musical minds to ever exist. And I know I've said this before. There's a video of Lombardo playing battery. It's not quite yeah. the same. No, it's the the swag is gone because he's so fucking good. Exactly. Lombardo's perfect. Yeah. And that song doesn't benefit. It's like that. it's like when drum, when drums are programmed, there's no uh there's no dynamics in them. There's no you know? swag. There's no swag and that that removes the swag and that's kind of why I didn't use a click track for so long. Cuz oh. I was like finding it was taking swag out of me. <laughs> and I'd rather things sound a little bit shitty and sound human Give me than than then be perfect. Give me that swag back. Gotta have it. You jack my swag. All right, next one. I'm not super well versed in this one. Okay. I'm sure you aren't either. <laughs> okay. But this is one that so many people said that I was like, we should probably talk about it. Is My Chemical Romance Danger Days? Nah. My Chem. By the time My Chem was like popular when I was in high school, I was full on terror. No warning, guy. Same. I was just like. I was but never I think a girl it. I dated loved the Black Parade. So I was like, I'll check this out. Yeah. And I'm a theatrical fella. You know, yeah, yeah. I like I like musicals and shit. And to me, it felt like kind of a hard musical. There's some there's some like there's secret, hooks. Sec- there's there's, uh, there's only hooks. Yeah, there's hooks for sure. I but there's that. secret like hard ass riffs buried in there, hmm. which was really shocking. And seeing them at Aftershock. Mm hmm. Was uh, approaching that as like a peripheral person who is like, they're pretty good. One of the best live performances I've ever seen. No shit. Yeah. And they played a lot of these Danger Days songs. And th- the Danger Days thing is crazy because they, they were they were the biggest band in the world when they put this out. And. <laughs> How'd it do? Did not. I don't think they were the biggest band in the world after <laughs> They're back to that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for Five sure. nights at the Forum. Yeah, filling an arena one night is like, holy shit. Yeah, five. That's crazy. I think. <laughs> a it was a lot. Minutes. It was yeah, more yeah. than one, yeah. which is, I think, hey, if I should have done, uh, they totally could have sold out another night. Hmm. But a couple, the, a couple songs on this, like Glee used a song from this album. So it's just like mainstream. Yeah. But even that, it's like Black Parade was such a monumental thing in, in just like some music overall. Yeah. That kind of, I would I would think that whatever they did wasn't going to measure up. That's a really good point. Because it was a landscape changing thing and it's it's near impossible to do that again. I would say only one person has ever done it. Thinking. What's the greatest follow-up of all time? I w- we were just talking about Glenn. Oh shit! Well, that's different because I think I think two is so much better than one. Yeah, agreed. But, but it's but th- I'm talking about Thriller and Bad. Oh, oh, the main man. Yeah, of course, of course. Look at dude. Look at like Tusk. Didn't it go rumors Tusk? Yeah, and. But but rumors wasn't. You no, know, I guess Black Parade was second. So 
Yeah, that makes sense. There was a few records before. Yeah, like the Rhiannon record was before Rumors. Yeah, yeah. And that was Self-titled before Rumors. And they, all the shit before they joined. Sound that City, was, that was recorded. Yeah, I know. I know. That's sick. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, what a scary thing. Yeah. The fall. following up the biggest thing. Because you can't, it's, you can't do it unless you're writing bad, you know? Yeah, unless you're literally the king of pop. Dude, Teenage Dream? Dude. She hasn't what, done shit since. Yeah, what well, came out after that? Because before that was I the roar. Girl. You're gonna hear me roar. Came yeah, out that after that. Sucks. You hear that in the grocery store? I go. To, I go to. I'm. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm getting my kombucha. I'm fucking off. I'm not. Fin- I'm not filling up the cart. I'm leaving. Dude, I'm her out. the I kissed a girl record, like the first record, and then Good. Teenage Dream. So awesome. Teenage Dream was a a modern paradigm shift. Yeah, yeah. Matched. I think you corrected me. It matched bad with number For one most. Singles. Number one singles, yeah. Dude, okay. bad is crazy. <laughs> I, I, I we shouldn't even talk about that because it has nothing to do with this list. Because everybody heard it and was just like, Michael <laughs> did it again. Um, I listened I, to it yesterday when I was working out. And you I was listened like, to bad. This was this, this is the best album ever. This might be better than Master Killer, to be honest. <laughs> I, I have one. Hit me. I, it's going to be a quick one. I'm going to immediately go to another one, but. After Keith Moon died, The Who put out It's Hard without him, and it was just like a it's very- It's Hard? It's Hard. That's the album title? Yeah. It's pretty em- hard. Eminence Front is on it. It's a good record. It's not- It's Hard. It's Hard. Yeah. Like Life, It's Hard, you know? Yeah. That's the name of the record. But- There's there's funny- There's uh, there's risks with more with memes being such a thing now. Yeah. Your album title is a risk. Because it's so easy to be like, yeah, it must have been hard for them to write another yeah, good album. Yeah, huh? yeah. There's so much there. <laughs> you for, thought with of that whatever immediately you're... too. Yeah, like yeah. that was. I'm sure. How many times has that been said in human yeah. history? I'm sure. Um, my other actual answer released September 11th, 2001. Oh, God hates us all. This was next for me. Yes, perfect. This was next, but I would say Diabolus too. I, I'm not well versed at all. God hates us all. I actively enjoy the whole thing. No, no. But, but disciple I, is like disciple is like. <laughs> yeah, um, God hates us all is crazy. It's fucked. It's fucked. I don't and, think it's good. But I, but I don't personally. think it's. Do you think it's bad? Yeah, I would say. Okay. I wouldn't say a couple tracks. I would say disciple is good. <laughs> yeah. And it's really just like the intro of Disciple is good. And then with a hate breed breakdown. Yeah, but it's but it sounds it's so modern sounding. Isn't it Rick Rubin too? Like I'm he sure did, it is. he does like everything for them. Up, it like, just didn't up. it wasn't for it wasn't for Colin anymore. Yeah, no, know? and and like I get that, but um I think it fits. Like you're not supposed to like that record. You know what I mean? Hmm. You're supposed to it stop. It was it was for the, the lifted truck guy. Yeah. It was for the fuck Biden shirt guy I was the, working out with at the gym next next the, to the, at the gym today. The fox racing enthusiast. There they wanted God hates us all. What is were they probably going to church and then driving yeah, home being yeah. like he really do hate us all, brother. You know, yeah, there's they, a, they a Henry Rollins interview. He's like, I like Slayer. I think they're really good and really angry. And one of my favorite things is just to watch them play. God hates us all, or he calls it God hates us all. Carrie King with the fucking tattoo. Woo! 
It's a good okay. track, a good title. Great yeah, album. Great title. Dude, the September eleventh, God hates us all. The maybe al- the greatest, maybe the greatest hard lore yeah. in the history of other than biohazard uncivilization coming out the same day. Whoa. Wow. Crazy. Yo, I guess I guess a POD record came out that day too. Really? And that they love talking about it. Really? There was a there was a clip on Notfest recently. I didn't see, I think it was a talk to me. Yeah. Where it was like the thumbnail was like. This guy from POD on where he was September 11th, and I cried like, <laughs> <laughs> destroyed me. But I and I texted uh, one of the Notfest guys about it, and he was like, "Yeah, I guess that POD guy like loves talking about 9/11, which was awesome. That is so funny. It was so funny. Um, I had Dio Sabbath next, but oh, good. Diabolus stinks too. Uh, I think it it ended it ended there." For for old Colin, maybe yeah. to, to many too, except for Fox Racing, fuck Biden shirt guy at the gym mm-hmm. today that mm-hmm. I worked out next to again. You got another one for Slayer? No, no, no. Just like uh, since we already did, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you got? American Psycho, dude. Famous monsters. That's what was next on mine. <laughs> Michael Graves, Misfits. Dude. Listen, Michael Graves is a dork. We Loser. don't we don't back him. There's no such thing as a conservative punk. Couple Not tracks. <laughs> Bowen. Only track. Dude, we talked about this briefly on the, the Master Killer episode, like really briefly, but truly famous monster has a hook on every fucking every song. It's let's go, let's look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, and they're long. We gotta do a live. They're long records. Yeah. I, I want to look at like <laughs> American Psycho, I don't think is as good. It's not as good, but it's got. I think the vibe is strong because it's very much like, yeah, we're fucking back. And this is we're We're this now. You know, like Danzig's doing his thing, but we are. We're horror punk still. Yeah. 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 And that's that's commendable. And I think dig up, dig up her bones is. Capital. Dude, triple I, S tier. I did not realize American Psycho came out first. Yeah, that was the first I, one. I had it reversed. I had it. No, this was the follow. Famous Monsters was the follow. Wow, they did it. Yo, Kong at the Gates intro, badass. Badass. Forbidden Zone. Amazing Unbelievable. song. <laughs> Lost in Space, I, I think they wrote for the possible reboot. Got it. And then it didn't make it in, so and then it's just like track two, and it's. Dude, and Colin. Way, Colin. What? D- hold on. Don't scroll any further. Do you have any idea what the chart position was for this song? Take a random fucking for guess. For Lost in Space? No, no, no. For for the record. Sorry. Billboard 200. Take a random guess the number. 69. 138. <laughs> they really are the Fiend Club. <laughs> they did it. They are the Fiend Club. Dude. Are you kidding me? Peak position 138. 138. That is we, what did we just do? What did we just solve? What did we just discover? I'm gonna blow Chris's mind. I'm gonna blow that's Chris crazy. and then his mind. What else we got? Uh dust, dust, dust. dust to dust. Yep. <laughs> Crawling eye. Oh, dude. So all of these were like written with other guys. Who's but didn't Dan- didn't Michael Ray? write a lot of them? Michael wrote like the ones. The hits. Like they, I don't think they can play Saturday Night because that's a Michael Graves song. I think you're right. 
which wow. is fucking insane to think about considering he had never heard the Misfits before he auditioned for them. Again, total fucking loser. But some losers are good at music. So the guy who wrote songs with the Ramones wrote a lot of songs. Daniel Ray wrote a lot of songs with them on this. So that that kind of tracks. That's why there's hooks. Like the like the Pet Cemetery guy? Uh yeah. Dude, Brain Drain? Brain Drain is the best one. <laughs> it is me. the best one by far. Like Witch Hunt Scream is incredible. Scream Scream was the I think the thing I heard first where I was like, I don't know if I like oh. this. Ah, okay. But okay. yo, Saturday night is goaded. One of my favorite songs. I wonder I wonder period. if Danzig heard that and was like, eh, it's all right. Because it's a it's a very him song, you know. It is, but he but he can't do that anymore. Absolutely. Like he's doing Hammer of the Gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> pretty fucking sick. <laughs> that dude, song is good. Dude, Pumpkinhead. So this is uh, the Pumpkinhead story. is crazy. Just the the story of the movie Pumpkinhead. Ed. Scarecrow Man, pretty silly. Die Monster Die, incredible. Very good. Dude. Uh Living Hell. Living Hell. Whoa. Badass track. Descending Angel, incredible. Them, pretty good. Fiend Club, amazing. Fiend Club is track number 15. 15? <laughs> and it's so fucking good. Hunting Humans. Whoa. And then Helena, which was like a single. Dude, Helena, so that was my first actual image of the Misfits. There was a clip from FX with them playing Helena. Dr. Chud is off the entire song. Of course. Doyle plays the thrash part all downstrokes and blows a bubble with his bubble gun. Pretty sick. That's cool. Chicks are like dancing without bras on. It's awesome. And uh, I thought Michael Graves was like, Dan- like, oh, that's Danzig. I, that's the singer, so it's got to be yeah. Danzig. Like, I didn't know. I was that new. It was definitely Kazaa or LimeWire or something. I downloaded Fuck that yeah. live video. Yo, that record is incredible. Great. And the haters are are so far up their own asses. Yeah, that's. it's just, I, I, I'm okay with considering it Misfits 2.0. I'm fine I with think, that. you know, that's the, that's uh, the Misfits. Ah. And then it's Misfits. And then it's Misfits. Glenn. Okay. The, that's a difference. Dude, it's crazy it's that Static Age and American Psycho came out the same year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's talk about... Do you, do you ever listen to The Devil's Reign? Yeah, of course. Okay. That's the one with just Jerry. Jerry singing and his son is on drums. Oh. And obviously he is not good at singing, you know? But he's got it's a fun. timbre that I like. The timbre is fun. It's got a cool. It's, it's completely auto-tuned. Ah, uh, I see. But, yo, the title track of this record, fucking incredible. Mm. It's pouring down, it's come to you, the <laughs> devil's rain. It's an actual amazing song. I believe it. So the record stinks, but uh, devil's rain, awesome. What's next for you? Um, I'm going to go back in my order and back to like the soft shit, but this is definitively true. Crimson by Alkaline Trio is like the, the major, this overproduced. Is it not Agony and Irie? That was after Crimson. Okay. So it was like Crimson was where they lost. Crimson was like, we're on the tonight show. Like where they're like really like kind of going full into like wearing suits and doing the shit. Which is interesting because it's like, they're not a punk band, but people treat it as, as if they were selling out. (sighs) 
I mean, they were a punk band. Eh. They, they, they uh, this is irrefutable. They 100% were. Eh. Uh, okay. Well, they were. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, this is when a lot of people kind of check but out. But you could hear this. Whatever people consider them selling out was in the DNA of what they were doing the whole time. 100%. Which and is like, so where's the argument that, that like, there was a punk for them to even sell out of, you know? Them playing the fireside to, like, ten people for, like, five years or whatever. Yeah, I yeah mean, but like, sucking, di- sucking <laughs> ass as a band don't make you punk, you know what I mean? People know- <laughs> you corrected yourself. That was very good. I did. Somebody scolded me for saying sucking dick, so I'm not going to say it anymore. All right? No, just think of it as sucking my dick. You don't want to do that. I don't want to suck those. So there you go. You're the cold. last dick I want. I don't want to suck No. <laughs> yes. There's others out there that <laughs> Fuck are yeah. for sure worse. Man, but. I needed that today. I felt bad. I felt bad for the last hour and a half for ruining, almost ruining the night about Popstar. But anyway. It's fine. No, that was that was equally on me. <laughs> I shouldn't have been taking it so personally. Yeah. But I was trying to share something with you. I was, I, was also, like, I was also trying to get a rise out of you. I would not say that. That's crazy. I would not say. I would not say, yo, that fucking sucked, which is what I said. I don't feel that way. Anyway. A lot of people clock out with Crimson, and I clock in. Okay. Dude, nothing but hooks. I could not be more out start I, to finish. I, I got you. And, like, I get it. This is very much, like, a part of my musical taste where you and yeah. I, like, this is your E-Town Concrete. Mm. This is your kind of, like, rap-inspired hardcore or, you know, yeah. infused thing. My I want melodic, big, 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 big pants spin kicking. You want? I'm, I'm, I want dainty little suits and a fedora. Yeah, absolutely. Some face paint. Hey, that's why the show works. You know, <laughs> the yin why to we're my, here. Yay. Hit it. Slipknot, the gray chapter. Oh. I'm saying this because of how many people submitted this one. A lot of people said it. So how a lot does of it people, go? But a lot of people said said volume three as well, and all hope is gone. All hope is gone has psychosocial, right? Yeah. And volume three has Or is it one of them one of them has psychosocial, one of them has duality? Yeah, I think duality is volume three. And Yo, psychosocial is crazy. Psychosocial crazy. Dude. I remember when Psychosocial came out, it was that Nails Harm's Way Rise and Fall tour in Europe, and John Glue, it came on at like this club in Manchester we were on, and he like lost his mind. He was just like, <laughs> just like went insane. He for loves it. So, yeah, it was. That's so dude, funny because he only listens to like BB King and, and like Link Ray and shit. Yeah, exactly. Dude, He's uh, never heard slipped on his life. Um, I remember when the Gray Chapter. My ex girlfriend is a huge Slipknot fan, so when it came out, we were dating at the time, and it was like, let's check this out. You know what I mean? And it's, dude, Slipknot is such a, t- a difficult enigma. The fact that the self-titled and then the follow-up was a harder album. Was harder, was kind of a death metal record. They put Blast Beats on the radio. And as a as a conscious thing, Joey Jorgerson was like, this is gonna be the single. Okay, I'm starting it with a crazy blast. And did they did that outsell the, the first record? Like, I can't did, imagine. I, I feel like the 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 self-title is still with Metallica on the like iTunes top ten metal. Like every day. Like of all time. You know? It's yeah. one of those things. Give me one second. Gray chapter. Yeah. This was around. Forward. And let me just let me just pay oh, my respects. Hold, holy shit. Sorry to interrupt you, but please. Self-titled, two million units in the US. Uh-huh. Iowa, three hundred and sixty thousand. 
So quite a difference. And then all hope is gone back up to platinum. So there you go. So there, there's your answer and what to the blast beats on the radio. Yeah. They were like, hey, don't do that again. So. <laughs> Great chapter. I'm going to pay my respects to, to our buddy Jay Weinberg real quick. Mm-hmm. Check out. Okay. So first of all, oh, I just made some demos with his mix wave drum pack. So I've been using Kurt Ballou's pack for two years now. I think I just fully converted to the J1 with all due respect to to friend of the show, Kurt Ballou. Jay's just got more splashes for me. I'm a splashman. <laughs> I like to swim. J- the Jay's sounds are really crazy. Um, there's nine snares. That's Kurt's insane. got one. You know? That's insane. There's, there's like fucking all these crashes to pick from. There's two Chinas. I can literally make my like exact thing that my kit does live with Jay's pack. Um, so check out Jay's mix, mix wave drum pack. It's a fucking like demoing home production game changer. Mm. I w- whatever my next AEW song thing is, we'll mm. have the Jay mix wave pack on it. Um, Jay is a huge part of the reason that hard lore exists. Yes. But- um, he saw something in us and was like, Hey, we should give them a platform of some kind. So, and this was his debut with the band, right? This is this is Jay's first, first first record, and I straight up like knowing, like getting kind of becoming friends with Jay at this time when this was getting made. I listened to it a lot, and I think it's like one of their best records. Cool, straight up. I like. That. I think De- Devil and I, the the like lead single from the record. Um, seeing we played Hellfest with them the year either the year after this came out or the year this came out. And that song live, I was like, they're so fucking pro. It's not even. Yeah. It's like the way that he, cause he like transitions from the scream to the sing. So flawlessly that I was like, I just, I I was like just jealous watching them play. Absolutely. Um, so I think this record is sick. And I think if you really like Slipknot, Give it another shot. Give it another shot. Yeah. It rocks. That's um, a good one. I like that. I like that that was a, like a mostly viewer submitted one. And It was. Yeah. I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have thought anything other than, oh yeah, this one's good. So it's, it was, a uh, it was interesting to have gotten that submitted by so many people. That is all of mine. Okay. I've got a few more Hit and then we can go on to the, the, the ones that people gave us. Yeah. Um, Oasis be here now. You are a champion of this record. The best record that they ever wrote. Yeah. Straight up. Tomorrow, um, when I wake up at 1130, I'm going to put it on, I'm going to go get my coffee. It's pretty long. It, I, I, the opener is very long, but it's like... Mm. Also, on the B side of the album, there's like the, the bonus tracks are demos that Noel did of the whole thing. Oh, wow. Um, and it's there was a drum machine that he couldn't, after they like dumped the mixes, he couldn't go back and remix them. And that's the only reason they recorded it again. He was like, the, the, the tracking process of this record was so miserable because like nobody, the rest of the band just didn't give a fuck. So he was basically doing the entire thing by himself. Noel gets a lot of shit because he's a fucker. Yeah. But like fucking genius. Yeah, he's, Jesus Christ. he's the man for sure. He's the guy. Yeah. Liam is the the personality, but the Noel fate. is yeah. the is the brain. Yeah. Um 
Be Here Now is to me like I, I, I like objectively the best songs. I'm gonna give it a real listen tomorrow. It's I think the best lyrics. I hope I think I know is <sighs> Stand by Me. Holy shit! My big mouth. No warning. Rip that off. Mm. You'll hear that right away. Um, fading out. Oh my God! Don't go away. Holy shit! Title track. <laughs> All around the world. Mm-hmm. You know that one? Yeah, I do know that one. It's getting better, man. Or All Around the World reprise. And then again, like the demos are really cool, and they're it's kind of fun to just go back and forth, like listening to the whole thing, and then going straight into them demos. But Liam they're sings the, on the on the actual on the album. Yeah. Okay. But on the on the demos, it's all null. It's all null. I wish that I said unplugged for the Master Killer tier. They're unplugged? Yeah, because I would put that above. It's basically like a mix of the two. That was, oh, was that not just Noel and Liam was like making fun of him? Yeah, he was heckling him. He was heckling Gallagher. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Because he kept saying, he's going, I got so froat. I can't sing. Uh, during rehearsals, he was like, I'll be fine. I don't need to sing. So they they rehearsed without him the whole time for weeks, and then the day of the show, he was like, "I got a soul fro. I don't think I can sing, bro." Whoa! And then heckled them from the balcony the whole set. So sick! It's incredible. It's Dude, not were, on streaming or anything, but it's the best. They were such a cool band. The coolest band. Um, pardon this interruption, but I believe you know what time it is. It's Manscaped time. <laughs> Let's tell them what we got today, Bo. We got the all-new beard trimmer. Some might say the master killer of male grooming product. <sighs> got me this that. bad boy has a million settings. So many settings. So many more settings than the average trimmer, which only goes zero to five. This one and goes. And think about it. You got to carry them all. True. All the little bits and shit. So this true. guy just stays on, and you just... Just like the barbers at the shop with the music and the quartets. Mm. That you could have that at home now. It's basically what we're saying. With code Hardlore, 20% off of free shipping. They got the lawn mower 4.0, the the go-to, the the goat two. You you mowed your lawn recently? Today. But that's none of your (laughs) business. Uh my favorite is the crop reviver. You just spray them. And look at that. Shorts on. Wow. Um the the Beard trimmer came with all these little bells and whistles too. Beard so oil, whistles, balm, so yeah, shampoo, conditioner, yeah. brushes. You I'll can get that I- VIP package and so much mm-hmm. more with code Hardlore, twenty percent off and free shipping. It's also whatnot time, Bo. Let's talk about whatnot real quick. Let's talk about it. I'm, I'm dying to talk about it. Click the link below. Join us. We're gonna be putting some good stuff up there. What are we thinking? What are you thinking? Maybe a T-shirt. Oh, oh, maybe five T-shirts. That's what I'm saying. Is like, we can we can do some hard lore mm-hmm. for specific items that we have. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then the people get to have them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a guitar on there. I'm wow, do that. I'm not. That, <laughs> that will fly. Let's see what let's see what it was described to me as. This is this is a good description. Descri- we describe it as cameo we meets eBay. Cam- right. But they like to say the most interactive place online to buy and sell hardcore vinyl records and music memorabilia. Back to the episode. Morbid Angel, Illus Divine Anus, or whatever it's called. <laughs> so 
I'll be, uh, people hate this thing. Really? Hate it. Okay. <laughs> Coast is clear. Couple tracks, dude. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, cra- I know this is a Kyle Thomas, Kyle Thomas loves this, I think. Mm. Um, it's, it sounds like it came out in 1993 and like, it's like the, the weird industrial opening track. There's like no snare drum the whole time. It's just like with like, but under it is like. There's some crazy shit on this. I don't know why they switched to fake drums. The gateway fake gateways fake fake drums are fucking sick. So who cares? Yeah. But yeah, this was it's people fucking despise this thing. And I don't think it's as bad as I think it sounds crazy. And that's why people. Shit on it. It's like sonically crazy. Yeah. You'll hear the opening track is like this long intro for no reason. And then a weird industrial song and then into like fake drum death metal. (laughs) And it's, it's all over the place, but I I don't think it's nearly as bad as people say it is. I think it's, I think it's weird. Mm -hmm. I think there, it, when I rediscovered that it came out in 2011, I gasped. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gasped. Okay. Okay. So I was like, this sound, this is 30 years old. Whoa. The way it sounds. Um, I just thought of one. Oh. Um, Roots by Sepultura. I would argue maybe I actually, I'm sure it commercially did really well, but. Oh, I, th- I feel like it's, it's their biggest one. It's their biggest one, but you're like not supposed to like it. Cause it's kind no, of, I see. I but don't it's like think kind of the first new metal thing. I I'm not personally a roots guy. Okay. Um, I. It's it's a little. It's just kind of too much of the like. That and I've I've never really found anything in that kind of music that does anything for me. Um, but I think people swear by roots. Okay. Swear by it. But maybe my I, perception of that record is a little. Your weird. perception is maybe my, <laughs> my opinion is is your perception. Another um, one that we ta- touched on last time on the Master Killer thing, the fucking blackening. Yo, the blackening is unreal. And that's like way after the like Machine Head like heyday. Because they had, what four, was before Burn My Four bad albums were great. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, blackening is. Fucking unreal. It's unreal. The whole thing. The whole fucking... I mean, the first song is 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, right. But it's start to back. Is that the one that's in Guitar Hero Metallica? Yeah, because it... The cat's freaking out. Because the... Down, rise, rise, rise. That's just fucking creeping death. Yeah, but you know, Lars is probably like, that part is awesome. I really fuck with that part. Lars thinks that they should be... In the big four over Megadeth. Machine that's real, Head? That's a real thing he said, that Machine Head should be in the big four instead of Megadeth. Over Pantera? <laughs> like, <laughs> you so. know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's psycho. Let's talk about the big four real quick. Metallica, yeah, right. undisputed, no problem. Slayer, probably more deserving so. Number one. Yeah. That's how in I terms feel. Of, in terms of, if it's it's the big four of thrash. Right. Slayer's number one. I agree. As a Metallica guy, I fully agree. It's, Megadeth? It is what it is. I'm not a Megadeth guy. But. But I get it. Anthrax? 
can kick rocks. Pantera should be in there. Pantera right. should be way the fuck in there. 100%. I know it's like a different time period, and that's that's the caveat, but like, dude. Yeah. American, Pantera? I mean, even Testament, there's an argument should yeah. be in there. Of American. Dude, I mean, Exodus? Exodus. Even. We could do a big four band of, of, of other bands that should be in the big four. Dude, violence? I don't know if you're a violence guy. I fuck with violence. But Anthrax, a couple tracks. Anthrax got you know? a couple tracks. I'm only living Big is great. Four, I, yeah, I can't. But yeah, it's a little, it's a little crazy. I think they almost just get the because they were like already established. Like mm-hmm. when when Metallica went to New York to demo stuff, and when they kicked out Mustaine, they were yeah. staying with Anthrax. The Big Four is a funny thing, objectively. It is, and that's why the Big Four is why I do everything top four. Like any tiered list that I do, do I gotta four. have a top four. It's a big. Four. I do five. For some do a big four. You're yeah. right. No, we we always say big four on. This. It's a harder. It's harder. You Mount know? Rushmore is four. Exactly. Maybe that's everything is Mount Rushmore and the big four. And the big four. Uh, what else do I got on here? Life of Agony, ugly, dude. I I was thinking you were gonna say this when I was thinking about records earlier today. Um, I am I am just flat out. I'm not that into ugly. I am pro ugly, very pro ugly. Mm-hmm. I'm pro soul surging song, mm. especially weeds, which <laughs> is maybe the best song ever. Um, ugly, but this is one of those things. It's a it, this was not an evolution. This was a change. Aha, uh-huh. where Mina's voice was completely different. But you, they, there are horror stories of recording Riverends Red. That it was just like they were getting a voice out of her that was not hers at all. Oh, really? That, to, to get it to sound that way. You know, it's like everything was like, in terms of, in terms of like stress. Yeah. Um, wow. And ugly is, it was, is more, com- more comfortable in terms of like where vocally it is. Um, Interesting. Couple, couple gr- like hard ass parts. Mm-hmm. The best song, the other side of the river is a reworked demo song. So uh-huh. you can't it's it you can't really argue that it's not Life of Agony because it, it literally is. Mm-hmm. Um uh what's the other one? There's a couple like genuinely really hard songs on there. Mm. I would say I like the whole thing. Um but it's this is this is proof of mm. evolve, don't change. Yeah. You know they who change. You know who neither evolved nor changed and is pound for pound the best? Fucking bolt thrower. Oh my god. <laughs> just like Well, they did, but they did it by getting better. By just you know? getting sicker. Like in battle was this like sloppy yeah, yeah. amateur band like high school band, it sounded yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. And then they were immediately just like, what if we were really good? What if we did this good? Uh Realm of Chaos. Into fucking War Master. Into what was next? For Victory or Mercenary? For Victory. And then Mercenary. <laughs> Dude, I mean... I Are they pound for pound? I, I've, I I used to have this, this thought of, like, what band has put out the most consistently good music? It's them. So because like, they never did it wrong. They never... They didn't, like... Put out a disappointing thing. Okay, so then the then the third thing is what band has put out the most consistently? What's the biggest band who's put out the most consistently good music? 
the general consensus always came back to Iron Maiden. I'm not a big Iron Maiden guy. That's interesting for you, being a theatrics yeah. guy. I know. And a I like guy. the I like the hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just when I deep dive, I'm kind of bored. Very interesting. I, I'm sure that could be changed. Yeah. But yeah. I just I was already I liked to I wanted a spin kick, you know? Just spin kicking. King Diamond mm. is maybe my vote for that. With the, especially within a time a time span. Because Fatal Portrait, 85. Abigail, 86. Them, 87. Wait, I think I'm wrong already. I'm off by by a year. Yeah. But it was but Fatal Portrait, uh, Abigail, Them, Conspiracy, the Eye were all one year apart from each other. Really? That is while touring while full touring. time on them. How do you do that? How is that humanly possible? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And that's the thing about King Diamond is it's got the theatricality, but then he'll go into like the hardest shit. Yeah. Uh, and then just go ah over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like truly both things I like. These perfect hooks coming in together with a create the crazy musicianship, fucking Nikki D on drums. McDonald's himself on <laughs> drums. Who is he's he's uh, did I bring him up ever? No, like, I don't think so. Uh, he's like he's he's the it's like him, Danny Schuler, uh Sal from Typo Life of Agony, and Lombardo? I'm no Lombardo, but um, oh, you're saying who you do? Yeah, for me, like oh, for okay. and then and I think those three are kind of who I'm doing. Gotcha. Oh, and and Jamie Muckenhops. Okay. Uh, hey, Breed. Yeah, yeah. Death Threat, etc. Uh, that's 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 who I'm doing. Those are those are my four guys. Jamie's gonna be like, God damn, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so you yeah. think the biggest I, band I think you can think down. of who has put out the most consistently good music? I think within a time span, it's it's hard to argue against King Diamond, but I mean, there's Metallica too. Yeah, you know? yeah, but but I I'm okay with people only saying "Kill 'Em All" through Injustice because I understand what they're saying. I don't agree with it. I I, I don't, don't agree. I don't even agree with it at all because I I I I'm not gonna sit here and be like the Black Album sucks because, or even say that it's a change. Right? It's an evolution. It's an evolution for sure. The writing was on the wall. Wow. Yeah, and that's coming from. I'm pretty tough. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I'll say that 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 was an evolution. Pantera's up there. <laughs> They've got how many records? The Pan five. Well, yeah. there's the glam stuff, and then yeah, uh, not counting the glam stuff. Cowboys, Boulder, vulgar, driven, tr driven, trend kill, reinventing the steel. Reinventing the steel is good. So four, 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 just like. Front to back, master for Mona Lisa, dude. dude. Crowbar, they've they, never put out a bad record. That's exactly so that dude, might be it. Yeah, I think, I think right. that might be it. Pound for pound, literally, and they've never, they've yeah. never fucked up. What was the one, the like early 2000s? Oh, it's, uh, the one with the fucking cemetery angels on it. The oh my god, the New dude. Orleans one. No, 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 no. You think what, which one do you think? I'm the one that came out like kind of recently, but it's probably like 12 years ago. <laughs> Dude, sever the wicked hand. Oh, 
Holy shit. Have you heard the song Cemetery Angels? I've listened. I've certainly listened to. Oh, I thought you were describing the album cover. And I was Dude, like, the entire song is like the crowbar. It might be the hardest band of all time too. Yeah. In terms, like lyrically, it's the hardest shit because it's it's hard by in like the personal type way. Yeah. Like real. Cemetery Angels is like a. Really. The whole time, and then the breakdown is. I'm not even going to describe it to you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want, if you're listening to this, pause this right now <laughs> and put on crowbar cemetery angels and wait for this mosh part to kick in. You're going to, if you've never heard it before, you're going to be like crowbar might be the actual hardest band to ever exist. I put to carry the load on my top three breakdowns. Oh, I've said that before. Do you know the other two? Uh, thr- uh, thrones of blood suffocation. I think Doomsayer. I was I was gonna guess that. Yeah. We'll it's ask a, a, we'll ask our guests next Thursday who what they think are the, the top three. Your doom awaits you. Your doom fucking awaits you. <laughs> Unbelievable. I I do beholder of justice might. Dude. <laughs> I love to do it today. And they and do the, it three the, times. The song is so simple. Yeah. But it's but it's just I played that at soundtrack one time. Nice on on the kit that did it. It was awesome. That was a that was a great moment for me. Yeah, we'll talk about it more next week. Should we do some? Yeah, I got. I think I got a couple more. Okay. Caven antenna. This is probably the definition of a change. This is it. Right. This is a change. But they changed into like a perfect rock band. Yeah, right, right. Have you ever did, dove into this? It's okay if you have. Not really. I can't. Yo, I can't say yes. You're I chest. like this. It's big. Like they toured with Foo Fighters immediately. It's that's that kind of like like these huge rock songs mm-hmm. with these big hooks. I'm gonna send you a track after this. Okay. You're gonna be like, this is. Legitimately, like objectively, just good music. What's it called? Sorry, the track. Breath of Breath of Water. Okay, it's called. Got it. This is. I I liked all the stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked all the the you know Juggernaut, all the big breakdown songs. So it was as, as shocking to me when this was this this rock album. But then you like it's just you get to hear your guys that play these amazing breakdowns that you love also play these just perfect rock songs. Maybe they should have changed their name, but but now they do like a blend of both. Personally, I love, I love when a, it's like the Paramore thing you're saying. I love when a band is like, yeah, we put this out. This is our band. We're not gonna. We, well, then there's some argument to be made of. We already did that. We probably can't really do it again or do it better. Yeah, we did the best thing. Like they made the best metalcore ever. Same with Metallica. Kate. Think about Metallica. You're right. That's why they, they made the like, best thrash metal. So they started going, "How sweet are you?" <laughs> <laughs> they started Damn going, da, 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 da. "Brutal." <laughs> um, yeah, antennas of masterpiece. Here's a fun one. Cold as life. The declination uh, of independence. <laughs> one of the most extreme sounds, sounding records ever. 
it sounds like it would sound better off of like the shitty Dell computer speakers that came with the computer. I, w- I would love to listen to a, a, like a, a, a p- on vinyl. Does it not exist on vinyl? I'm sure it does. I just don't own it. Yeah. No, within the con, somebody said in the comments, listen to this with the context of it wanting to sound like far beyond driven. I saw that. And it changed. It really was like, oh shit. Mm. But again, this has some early Cold as Life demo songs re-recorded. Who holds the truth? Maybe the hardest Cold as Life song. I hmm. think this record is amazing. Not good, not great, incredible. Was it the follow-up to Borderland Heart? To, yes. Okay. It's fucking incredible. How it's, is- just hid- it's hidden behind a really weird sounding record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But holy shit. And that kind of just goes to show that production is half the battle. Absolutely. Half the battle. And and I that's kind of the reason why I'm out on so many modern things. I really don't like clean sounding like if a record is hard, let it sound hard. Mm. Don't take away the balls by by making it so that I need to hear everything super clean, you know? You know what's funny about that is like I agree. I like drums to sound kind of dead i like you know drums are drums are and then i think about suffer survive and the drums are produced but that's different because because that should sound like that you know and i'll say still sounds hard definitely they still let the do the thing you know yeah when you take away the the realness of a fucking amp being on and being recorded through a cab with a microphone, you lose some balls, and you're and you're like reamping everything. You're it's you're not it's not gonna sound the same. It's not you're not gonna get the same fucking jun. When you lose jun, <laughs> what is the point? If it's just jin, yeah, it's not hard. No resonance through the cab. It's not heavy. No it's not hard. Mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. What don't like if you're gonna be hard, man, be hard. So be you're harder. you're. <laughs> You're saying in 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 general there can be bands yeah. there are there are bands without saying anyone who are like I want to hear Paramore sounding absolutely perfect. Gotcha. I want to hear untouchable production that I go. How did they do that? Yeah, that's what I want to wonder. But like, hate breed. I want to hear. I want. I don't want to like it. Does I don't need to know that the drums were sampled and replaced you know right. this is just an example i'm not saying that no no of course of like course. Or what I, I when i picture hatred satisfaction is the best fucking hard music production of all time perseverance sounds fucking insane and real you know mm, mm. it's it's like dirtier but still bigger somehow mm. uh and yeah yeah bigger that's what i that's what i want i i, I don't want to lose the knowing that it's real. And that's kind of why you, you, the first uh, ghost record, dude, the coolest production. That's a really good follow up too. It, it's a, it, and the, 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 the mom. Yeah. Great follow up, uh, but like they blew up. So it's not like some flop or anything. I'm not saying that, but it's just like, I would say good follow. Really? The next one. Oh, was that good? Good. Woo. Gamoria or whatever. No, that was a. Uh, was that two more? What was it fucking called? Um, the production on the first record. 
is is that's like what got people. Yeah, it's like perfect for what it is. It was so. Oh, Meliora. Meliora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Yo, that record is perfect, dude. That that's their black album. That's their, but it's like yeah. But I I read a thing where he said like we were just we were ready for that stage where it was like okay, budgets up, productions up. We want everything to be like that level. But and the I think the songs are just like so much better than the the second record. The. And then the prequel one, the one that came out like right after. Yeah. The way they did the, uh, they did one of my favorite things. So listen to this, this instrumental from the third record. And then the breakdown from the first actual song on the next album. Sick. Yeah, yeah. You know, Daddy loves a callback. A back. deep callback too. And that's like that's a random instrumental that they just tossed on there. And he was like, "No, nah, this is pretty hard." I love little touches like that. They yeah. lost me for sure. With yeah, the for last sure, one. for sure. But and then but seeing them, I, I didn't really have a good time because it was so perfect. When it was the summer, they played Lollapalooza where they had just a huge red backdrop at Lollapalooza that says "Ghost" in the old logo and it was Papa that's 2. That's probably awesome. It was Papa 2. They did a <laughs> secret show at the Double Door where we played the last right. show on our tour. Right. And there was 200 people there. Wow. It was fucking perfect. That's all. See, that sounds like what I would want. That you, it was it not, was, they wouldn't have time to dial in all the fake stuff. They have to play. They just had to play. Yo, and that first guy they had playing drums, holy shit. The open-handed guy? He yeah. was sick. He you was know crazy. that's my shit. Yeah, yeah. My, my brother, dude. <laughs> um, the last one I have on here only because I saw somebody say it and I wanted to say a thing about it. Somebody put the the new Candy LP. Oh. And let me just say in in defense of the new Candy LP. Yeah. The day that this record was announced, the the uh the bill to outlaw abortions was leaked. So nobody was fucking talking about the candy album that just they, they put they spent years on this thing, announce it. Oh, guess what? Also, abortions are probably getting outlawed. So rightfully so, the whole country is like, what the fuck? Yeah. The day the album releases. The fucking bill passes and abortions are outlawed. No way. So like, Yeah. Why? Why would anybody talk about anything else in the world? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Wow. So that's like, that's a that's nine eleven for women. You know. Yeah. Totally. Like for for reproductive rights in general. Yeah. Sorry, not for women, for people who can give birth. Yeah. yeah. I, apologies. Um, wow. I feel I feel for Candy there. I feel much more obviously for people who can give birth. Of course, but when, you're, when we're just talking about music, talking in the scope of music, yeah. Uh, I had no Ooh. idea. I just yeah. saw them the other day. They they played here with Fleshwater and uh, Division of Mine, and they were great. There it is. They do like an industrial song that I really like. That they I do. Think, yeah, I think there's a, I think there's a good bit of that on uh, this. There is on uh, the record, and they do one. It's fucking sick. Wow, crazy. Fucking brutal, dude. That is brutal. It's the but, opposite of God hates us all. It's the same. It's yeah. It's you like know, Slayer was like, oh, fuck 
Yeah, let's lean into it. Yeah, you know, exactly. You can't you can't lean into can't like lean the that. most devastating thing to happen in the history of our country for people who can give birth. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, sorry, Candy. <laughs> Mostly sorry for people who can give birth. Yeah, yeah. Um, you want to go to the submissions and stuff now? Let's see what these you want me to do. One and I'll do one, and you do the other. Let's see what these animals have given us. You know what? What's that? Here's a crazy one for you. Okay. I saw a couple people post a Deftones album. Do you want to talk Was about that? Was it the that? gore? Gore? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've probably listened to it twice. And you're a big fan. I'm, I'm a fan of Around the Fur, Adrenaline, White Pony, and Diamond Eyes. Those are... And the, the one that I can never pronounce is cool. Yeah, but that's... You like five albums. I, I, you're a, you're I, a fan I really like two, and I enjoy two others. I'm not. I would not call myself like a diehard Deftones guy, but I do think White Pony is like. But any band you like four albums of is uh, a band you like. The band. Fair enough. Know? Yeah. Okay. I like the you band. You like I, four Metallica albums. You're yeah. right. I like the band. <laughs> I'm not crazy about Gore. I listened to this <laughs> in preparation. Maybe the least sonically offended I've ever been at the way they sounded. This is breaking news. Mm-hmm. This is a hard lore exclusive. Yep. Long I'm, time hater. Active disliker of of their discography since, since I was a small child. I put this one on thinking like, man, their, their people hate this one. What's wrong with it? So you were like, you were it almost looking like, for... It just sounded like Deftones to me. You are almost looking for ammo. I was looking for ammo and I got nothing. I got like, okay, this sounds like the rest of their shit. So you're all up your ass and you should get out. It's dirty up there. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Do you want me to, or are you on Twitter or Instagram? Uh, I'm on the Twitter. Okay. Let me pull up the Instagram. Yo, RIP to the founder of loves. What? Yeah. When? Today. Devastating loss. We at Hardlore are devastated to announce that Tom Love, founder and executive chair of Loves, has passed away today. Dude, that is a bummer. He, what this man. Wait, has his done. last name is Love? Love, it's his. I thought it was just like Love. Like, no. Like, like Tom Love. Like the verb. Wow. Oh. RIP oh, to, to a king. RIP. A, a safe haven for touring people Dude. of the country. <laughs> Wow, we got 389 comments on this. It's too many. Instagram's void. It's too many. Uh, number one from friend, friend of the show, Quincy Punks. <laughs> <laughs> Sing the sorrow. Yeah. Um, that's, I said thank you. You just gave us 20 more minutes. And he really did, didn't he? He did. We went on and on. Sorry. Um, someone said title fight shed. I'm going to. Shed? Shed was huge. Everyone loved it. Shed I'm gonna, made them. I'm going to say Hyperview. Hyperview is a perfect answer for this. I'm I'm not I I I It's not my genre of music. It's not your genre of music. It's not it is, it's, they're not making music for me, but mm-hmm. when I heard it I was like, yeah, this is the best version of this. Okay. Exactly. So, being like a saves the die saves the die guy, saves the day guy. And, and Australian list, saves the day. Yeah, Australian yeah. saves the day fans be like <laughs> Being into Lifetime and Saves the Day and all that yeah. that kind of thing, 
the fast title fight stuff wasn't really my my vibe. I had heard it. Hmm. I, I understood it, and I was happy that they were doing well. I liked all of those guys. When Hyperview came out, I'm not even joking you. We listened to it in the van daily. Hmm. That record fucking rocks. It's definitely, it's a change. It's a huge change. It's not much of an evolution. And people, so people weren't digging it. But I think now, now, yes. now it's a tourist attraction, this yeah. wall. Yeah, totally. The wall, yeah. There was, while abortion was being outlawed, there was a change.org petition to save this fucking wall. So that says a lot. Uh, so who said Vauxhall and I? Dude, someone was very, not offended, but she was like taking it back that I chose Vauxhall over anything else, especially over Viva Hate. Viva Hate? Dude. Yeah, dude. Viva Hate is barely good. P- p- please continue. This <laughs> is only good for me because, yeah. yeah, she just, she said that to kind of get back at me for a moment. Oh, okay. Viva Hate, barely good. <laughs> Warzone self-titled. I don't want. I didn't want to say too many hardcore records because, yeah. like, let me see what's on this. No hardcore band is good forever. That's not how this works. It's a youthful genre of music. It's for it's for the kids by the kids. Ooh, here's a good question. What hardcore band do you think has put out like close to 100 percent perfect? Terror. I would say Youth of Today has no bad songs. I'm not with I, you. I know. <laughs> I think Breakdown the Walls is like. You put down "Break Down the Walls" title track, mm-hmm. and you—that's that's museum that goes in the museum, you know, yeah. of like, hey, this is like this is like what, this is hardcore music. This is what you this is what you do. You show them "Break Down the Walls," mm. and that's coming from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. A I, spin kicker. Yeah, there were no spin kicks in the youth group. None. Get the fuck out of here. Walls uh, on self-titled is fucking crazy. I just looked at all the tracks. I don't think I know one song. Yo, the the best part on the record is just the riff from Symptoms of the Universe <laughs> played note for note. It goes... Over this... The, there's a bizarre drum machine on the whole thing. Really fucking weird. Whoa. But there's some cool moments. One of them is the Symptoms of the Universe riff, note for note. <laughs> Um, let's see what's next, dude. This is this is good. Someone said Morbid Angel, your anus one. Yeah. Uh, someone said Any Sabbath after they lost Ozzy. There you go. Get out of here. Oh, uh, Entombed, same difference. Crazy one. That was that that appeared a few times. Yeah. It's it's I don't I don't like it, but I do like to ride shoes straight and speak the truth. Is that a record or a song? It's a record. That's the one that's like the, uh, what's the, what do people call that? Like, uh, I don't know, something, something rock, like doom rock or something. Okay. Some oh, like, like, uh, death and roll death and roll. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like a death and roll album, but there's like, yo, it rock. It's straight up like fully rocks. Your brother Same was here difference. on Sunday and we were talking about death and roll. That's the only reason that's in my brain. That, that record is like the one. Okay. Okay. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, somebody said to shoot straight by Entombed. Actually good. And it is. Dude, here's um, a perfect example. Someone said everything after Perseverance. That's insane. You're off your rocker, brother. Rise of Brutality is... That's they, they wrote that one... That came out one year after Perseverance. And I think that deserves a standing ovation. Dude, a year after... One the- year! They wrote all them perfect tracks. 
They did the fucking out, Perseverance outro, tear it down. There you go. That's your, bl- that's your blueprint for that, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> it's all I want. My favorite song is Voice of Contention because the breakdown is just the intro riff. If they said they do the truth, played slower. They fucking lied. You lied. Un- the, the song that's just the lyrics for Just Look Around. <laughs> Insane. That was that Another Day, Another Vendetta? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Crazy. We got permission though. So uniform um, st- uniform choice staring into the sun is actually a perfect answer to what we're talking about, but it's just not a record that I know well enough to mm. defend. But that mm. is exactly what we were talking about. Someone said that. Someone said antenna. God is I. There's the Gore Deftones album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paramore after laughter is a crazy submission. Dude, what are you talking about? You're smoking that good stuff. That's I'm what got good. me back into Paramore. Really? Where I was like, I was like, oh, it's not. so I didn't know a whole lot about Paramore, like in the in, from Riot. Like I remember when Riot came out, you know, but Riot I just stuff. I didn't know that a whole lot about them. I assumed very ignorantly that it was like an industry band. I mean, I don't think that's I don't think it's but not. I, I assumed that everything was written around Haley because she's such a, a front runner and is so talented and is obviously like iconic. Yeah, you know. I just assumed that's what it was. And I was like, ah, oh, that's not really for me. I, I heard the songs, whatever. Have you listened to the self-titled? Yeah. It's so good. I've listened to all. I, I'm a fan of Paramore now. And what okay. got me back into it was how many people were into After Laughter. Oh, so you went back I to went the self-titled back, after. And I was oh. like, oh, wait. It's so good. And the, it being the, the, the Trent and Attic, the Atticusness is so all over it. It's awesome. The, um, is that their names? The two dudes? Trent Reznor and Atticus Frost. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought I thought yeah. you meant the other. No, two, no, no. The, the Atticus other two guys are self-titled, in the band. and yeah, it's and it. it's like all over it. Gotcha. It's gotcha. really cool. Um, Let's see, dude. What is the? Somebody put the Citizen as you please one. That record rocks. I'm a Citizen that, guy. Okay. That has their best two songs. You think so? Yeah, I think it's the first two songs. Is that the one with the stars? Yeah. Yeah. That, that record, record, dude, that record rocks. Ass. Yeah, that, that record does rock. That was the one where I was like, oh, they're a fucking real ass band. Yeah. I, I like I I I heard it all when it came out, but again, not my genre of music. Right. Really. You know? Which is funny because you're a big brand new guy. And I am a big brand new guy. And that that's kind of right I think they I think they leaned into the brand new stuff for real. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I went back and now, now I get it. You gotcha. know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, but dude, Jet and in the middle of it all. In the middle. In the Holy shit, that's a hit. You see anything good on there? <laughs> Dude, somebody said every hate breeds since satisfaction. Get get out of fucking my ass. Someone said Would faith you? no more angel dust. I'm sorry. No, that's Colin. in like what? Yeah, that actually doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um that's psychotic. Wait, I'm getting confused on what we're arguing here. We're reading people's submissions for what they yeah, consider- but th- those are things where I hear that and I go, who's saying that's bad? Okay, got it. Got Even it, got when it. they came out, got Angel it. Dust was sold a billion copies. So someone says say anger and it's like, yeah, okay, there you yeah, go. Yeah, of course. Okay, got it. Got it. Got like, but so somebody said Integrity 2000 here. And yeah, people argue, people were like, yeah, this sucks. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really into it, but that's objectively a contender for what we're talking about. Twitching Tongues Disharmony, says Gabe the Pigeon. <laughs> Thank you, Gabe. Uh, AFI The Blood Album. 
I'm yeah, I'm not super into that. Not into that one. And then someone said Alkaline Trio, this thing is cursed, the one with the phone on it, which I agree with. However, there's a song oh, I shouldn't say this. But the there's a song that basically describes exactly where I live. It's like in the song title, but he like mm. ghouls it up a little and it's it's, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Should we talk about disharmony again or have we? Uh, it's up to you. I think we maybe covered that topic, but yeah, if, that episode is gone. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about it. The only deleted episode. Yeah. I'm not going to like suck, sit here and suck myself off, you know, but, but that, it's the but hardest one. That hardest. record was your follow-up to yeah. a record that really took off yeah. in the hardcore world and potentially onto other things. You did how fast you were going. Yeah. And it was a, a follow-up that didn't perform the way that you wanted. Yeah. It was literally what we're talking about here. So, yeah. And now the perception is changing, which is nice. That, as it should, because that record is good. <laughs> like, I, but but like, like Jordan Posner, I hear the criticisms... And you start to believe them. Mm. And I understand them more where at the time I was like, what are they talking about? They're crazy. Yeah. But now I can listen to it and be like, yeah, my voice, I sound like a different guy. Uh-huh. Because I was. Because you, you, yeah, you were how many years older? I was 20 years old on In Love, There's No Law. I was 18 on Sleep Therapy. Were you really 20 on In Love, There's No Law? Yeah. You do sound super young. 20 years old. I didn't realize it was that young. I said I sang 21 years of past on the Loveless Nightmare re-recording. Yeah. Knowing it was coming out after my birthday. Very clever. So I was 20. Um, thinking about that now is like, damn, I, that was pretty cool. I was 20. But Disharmony, I was 23, which that's a big difference. Someone said Pantera reinventing the steel, and Colin said Pantera sucks. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, directly. To <laughs> little, little tyrant out there. Uh, Killing Time, The Method, yeah, certainly contender. I don't want to shit on too many hard hardcore records because it's just it's no e- no it's hardcore band can be good forever. It's not, not easy it's to for do. the kids. Yeah. Dude, Judge has three releases. Yeah, the last one is bad. <laughs> so like like really think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by bad, I'm talking about a Led Zeppelin cover and the Storm, right? Two. Yeah. yeah, but that Zeppelin cover is sick. I mean. Uh, sick of it all built to last. Yeah. Ignacy front warriors is wild. And then the blacklisted, uh, no one deserves to be here. That was, that was a change. This is, this is a contender. That was a big change. Uh, they lost a lot of people with that one. It was very ambitious, but again, they they never were a write the same record twice type band. Dude, of all the bands of like that era who was constantly pushing, and like exploring ideas and doing musical shit. And we just saw Beans in, in Baltimore just the other day. He was there with his kid. And like he I re- I remember specifically being like, oh, I'm gonna do some of the stuff that he's doing. Cause they were always kind of just doing cool shit. They were. They, they were, were pushing the envelope. And and the, and again, never did it never the yeah. same twice. So Someone why said, would they why what were you expecting? Uh, they, you knew they were going to get wild with this next one. So, someone said typo dead again. How do you feel oh, about that? Dude, dead again rocks. What's your real least drums? Favorite? Is it is it dead again or life is killing me? Is your least favorite? I mean, that's not fair. Well, it, it would, I mean, it, something it would, has it would be dead again because okay. I think life is killing me is like 
a lot of their best songs. Dude, someone said Broken Glass Crowbar doesn't hold up compared to the other albums. That he must be he may, he must eat broken glass. <laughs> that, that, that might be one of the the wildest takes I've read. Actually, that's that's dumb as hell. I um, think that record fucking rips. Yeah, it's, I mean it's it's a, it's in the it's in the museum, you know. That's the new expression. It's in the museum <laughs> it's in for the museum. sure, dude. I told you I thought of something new to, the other day, and I've already used it. <laughs> Somebody put sinking ships. <laughs> <laughs> What, what what was it? Uh, what did I say? Um, someone was out there and... Oh, a, a friend of mine met some... Uh, like another hardcore kid from, from Canada, wherever they were. And they were just like talking about stuff and they recommended hard lore. And I said, out there doing the lore's work, baby. Oh. <laughs> That's too damn good. That's good. Cold Lake, uh, Crash Love, a yeah, lot of these Cold things. Yeah, fucked up. Um, 18 visions, uh, obsession was, was that for sure. Big change. Tons of hooks. Now it's fond. Now people look back at it fondly because tower of snakes is so hard. How about haymaker by throwdown when it came out? No, dude, dude. When it came out, the percept, the reception or in my circle of friends was not good. It was not good. It was Age of Quarrel here, dude. Dude, I, I loved it because it was a little it made more sense to me than the previous stuff. No, it was it was a it was satisfaction. Here. It was like the shit. Yes. But that's kind of It's forty minutes away. But it was like they were the f- throwdown, Haymaker briefly changed the world. I love that record. It's fucking, I mean, Fools. it holds up. It does hold up. It's a shame they booked that fucking show the same weekend as Santa Fury. What an elderly thing to do. Is huh? that true? It's the same. Yeah. Oh, man. That's AARP ass move on somebody's <laughs> part. Because there's got, but that cat, that, that venue is like 400 caps. So it's going to be 400 of the oldest motherfuckers you've ever seen. Oh, that's seen. cool that it's that small. This is a good one. Again, we're talking hardcore bands and we're not trying to shit on anybody but this is a good example because background music was such a major thing mm-hmm. we're down to we're underground the follow-up very how are you going to follow up yeah how do you follow up with a record that is a paradigm shift yeah you got you either right bad or, or you change right harmony yeah you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. It's, it's you gotta you gotta figure something else out uh, end it said leeway open mouth kiss. I really don't like open mouth kiss, so that's true. <laughs> I'm I'm of the pe- I'm who they're talking about. And yeah. they're like people didn't like this. Yeah, I don't really like adult crash either. I think it's fine. Um, Hornet's nest is great. I don't know. I don't remember which record that's on. But desperate measures is so fucking. Sick. Someone said glow on according to hardcore nerds. No. It, I mean, that's a that's an example of an evolution working perfectly, and one that was on the wall. It was written there the whole. I'll, the I'm going to tell you this straight up, dude. Yeah. And I said this in the. You'll see this in the in the Justice movie whenever we put that out. <laughs> Brendan sang for a band or played drums for a band called One Step Too Many mm-hmm. long ago. I think it was like a Christian metalcore band. 
think Brady was the singer. Oh. There's a song where Brendan does like a big part. I think like it's called f- Take Me Out. Vocally? And I heard that when I was, I'm, I think I'm Brendan's age. So it was like, I hear this peer of mine. Yeah. And my first thought is like, this guy's going to be famous, I think. Really? Whoever this guy is singing. Yeah, yeah. This, this is like a famous, this must be a famous guy. The part is insane. Um, so again, one step too many, take me out. <laughs> Brendan Yates, guest vocal on his own band. And it's like, damn, that guy's famous. Brand new Daisy. So that's, I fucking hated Daisy. Dude, I, I, maybe I should revisit, but yeah, I don't like Daisy. When I first At the heard bottom, it, amazing song. When I first heard it, I was like, well, there they go. Like, there they go. Yeah, you got to run out of hooks sometimes. Same, yeah. It's crap. Um, Someone said Blink-182 self Jason said Blink-182 self-titled. I don't fuck with anything after Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Personally. I don't, I don't fuck with a single Not track. one? Fuck no. You don't fuck with Take Off Your Pants and Jacket? I feel like that would be something Blink-182 like. represented <laughs> uh, everybody I hated. Everybody I hated and everybody that like bullied me Yeah, were the big Blink-182 fans right, on the right, block. Right. You know, like, I was getting my me. ass whooped. That would have been me. Big you would you would have gotten it back. So. <laughs> Let me just if you're listening, Henry Peterson. <laughs> fuck you, Hank. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> you someday. Sean Dude, Quinn, you can't, you're you all right. can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. Yeah, you gotta bleep that out. Uh, who else? One of them is dead, so it's like not even. <laughs> I'll do Sean, it again. Sean Quinn, you're all right. Asan Gooden, you're my boy. You know that. That's my boy. He was cool. Um. Uh, yeah. Somebody said Code Orange underneath. Friends of the show, listeners of the show, Code Dude, Orange. You I, can... I refute that. Yes, I agree. I refute that, and I, I think this is an example of an evolution and not a change. It was on the wall. I think it was completely on the wall. From Ian King on. Yes. Yeah. I think maybe it's less hard because of the gimmicks, mm-hmm. but they were telling you every day, hey, these gimmicks are coming. We're and, doing and the gimmicks. Is there a better example of a band that is abiding by the f- figure something out or be like right bad? Like they're pushing every envelope that they can. Yeah. Every and I, single I, direction. I think the the blowback to the Out for Blood song is so stupid because it sounds in line with this album mm-hmm. that to me sounds in line with their discography. I feel like they could put out everything that they put out from, you know, forever on was only going to amplify people wishing they were still kids, you know, yeah. and like doing the like, it's the I same thing. I remember when they were kids. Shut the fuck it's up. It's the same thing as Harm's Way Protein. Yeah. It's the same oh. fucking thing. Like, yeah, we got it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's no, <laughs> it, it's stupid. If you don't like the band, fine. Yo, and it's just not fair because with in Code Orange's world, the the regular music world was like begging them to level up. Absolutely, it was like, hey, we're choosing you, we're choosing you to to be the next thing. Just do the thing that you do, like keep doing it, do it, do it bigger, do it, do more. Twice Grammy nominated, twice two time Grammy nominee. You can't take it away from them, you know. Just get over it. They're not the kids. Just get over it. Just get over it. 
They're gonna. I guarantee you, the next thing they do is gonna be hard as shit. You think so? They're not. They're not stupid. No, they're definitely not. If Brother. there's any band that is, <laughs> that is not stupid. <laughs> if, no, if there's any band that's not stupid, that's always thinking about what they're doing and like. Oh, formulating. Yo, they don't think about anything else. I texted Jamie asking him how he felt about the why. Yeah. And his response was, I'm buried. It's fine. I'm buried. But then he said, I'll be back, though. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said Cro-Mags Revenge. That I would agree Yo, with Revenge that. is fucking wow. awesome because it's just the White Devil record on steroids. It's, it's, right. Because it's, it's only It's those Paris. songs and then more. It's but only no, it's, Paris. it's Paris and Harley, right? Yeah. That's it. Cromax Revenge is the shit. <laughs> it fucking rocks. I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier. Because yeah. the White Devil record is a masterpiece. Therefore, Revenge must be too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want to say, like, I need, I'm stealing half of those riffs. <laughs> so I'm st- I've been planning on it for a decade now. So I'm not shouting out any tracks. But, yo, Revenge is the shit. I'm trying to load more comments and it just won't load. There's so just too many. There's almost We're 400. so popular. <laughs> Terror the damn the shame, somebody said. The damn shame on you for saying that. Damn yeah. shame is insane. I'm trying. There's one song like right in the middle of the record that Betrayer. Rocks. Dude. Betrayer. It's, it's five deadly minnows. Yeah. Think about what you were just said, the way you were just saying that. Yep. Damn the shame it. is five deadly minnows. That's fucking sick. That blew my mind, brother. Yes. So anybody go back. If you skipped over Terror of the Damn the Shamed, like I said, damn shame on your B word ass. <laughs> uh, it's, the record is amazing. Oh, wow. You just blew so my mind. What do you have a record by one of let's your say, favorite let's bands? Let's end it with whatever you're yeah, about yeah, to yeah. say. A record by one of your favorite bands. Mm-hmm. I'll think of another example, but a good example for me is Kill 'em All. Okay. Just I just don't it's not for me. It's not what I go to my favorite band for. Hmm. What would be your band like that? Like a band that like your fucking your big four bands. So for you, Life of Agony, Biohazard, fucking Typo. It's so funny that those, are, those like are Typo nice. is is in there, but Life of Agony's not in there for you. I I mean I'm a, no I'm it's tough to say because like I live and die by River Runs Red, but it's like it's like a Master Killer type situation. I got it's you. It's like yeah, putting you. the band in there as an entity isn't really doesn't because because they're so different from what yeah. they from what that was. Um, it might be Candlemass, Epicus, Dumicus, Metallicus, which is sacrilege to some. That is a perfect answer to the question I was asking. Like it's, that, that was that to me saying that is like sacrilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's um, you're looking for Nightfall and all. I'm looking for Nightfall and all, which I dude the newer Candlemass stuff. Yeah, is all good. Oh really? Oh my god. Whoa. Crazy good. Um, yeah, we should call it there. Yeah, this is a long one. This is a good one. There were a lot of great albums that a lot of people considered bad. So the real, I mean, the real twist of this episode is that 
there are no bad albums. That's other the than the few that we or tough to defend. Other than anything, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, oh. The White Stripes, and Aerosmith. I'm with you on White Stripes for sure. Out. That's those are only bad records. And en- enemies of art. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. This is hard lore. Pop star, the greatest comedy <laughs> of the 2010s. Bo Looters is scum. Thank you so much. Bye. Mean. Bo Looters, you're an overrated piece of shit. With your roll up sleeves and your backdrop leaves. Cut your split ass ends. You are glad.